So you know, if, just in case Wabi Donnie's listening, it's a rap nigga. Anyway, uh, what it do, family? No. Is episode eighty-five of Young Black and Opinionated. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Got a good one for you. This is this lovely, lovely day. Lovely, lovely day. Episode eighty-five. How y'all feeling this week? Good, great. Amaze balls. <laughs> I feel like quinoa. <laughs> Like fake. Food? <laughs> like rice substitute. <laughs> it's not fake. It's what just it? a better substitute than rice. It yeah. means it's, it's a high real protein. Food, like what is it? You know when they were psycho plastic bags? I think that's what they made. The residue. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <sighs> <Any> residue? <laughs> nigga, you eat pig ass. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Man, I had bacon today. <laughs> I had bacon before I came up here. I rest my case. Episode eighty five is always I am Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A. Four wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at La Krim Lola. Wani? It's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanje, you kind of a leopard. Hey. And we have a special guest joining. Well, I guess, yeah. yeah. He ain't special. Wow. You've been on the show you. plenty of times, though. I'm, st- I'm always special. Jesus uh, we're joined by Rob McCoy. Yeah, it's your boy, Rim McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, you feel me? And I'm here, again. <laughs> un- un- unspecial this time, I guess, but I'm here, regardless. So. Got his shades to on top of his head. Thanks, thank y'all for uh, listening, as always, like Wani said. Um, as always, our website is ybopodcastmke.com. You can find all information about us there. Lassie, you want to tell them where they could find the pod? You can find the pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, YouTube. And Google Play, I was almost forgot the last one. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We do upload videos, full episodes of the pod, turn on your notifications, and make sure you rate and subscribe us on iTunes or our Facebook page. So give us those ratings and those reviews. Let us know what you like. That's dope. Why do you want to tell us about the radio show? Yes, absolutely, Reese. Of course, always. Yeah. <laughs> You can follow us on uh, www.riverwestradio.com. That's every Tuesday at 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock. That's one hour of power. Talking ass. Uh, <laughs> you, can, uh, you can also check us out if you're local at uh, 104.1 River West Radio. And just check us out. I mean, we got some great content, some great episodes. Um, you never know who we have as a guest. And um, 
Yeah, check us out. 104.1 River West Radio or www.riverwestradio every Tuesday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central. Yes, sir. Uh, before we jump into Milwaukee news, I just want to shout out to some of the top cities that showed up in our stats. Okay. Um, as always, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. uh, Green Bay, Green Bay, Wisconsin, okay. right Chicago, uh, Houston, uh, New Orleans. I don't think I've hey, seen now. New Orleans that much. Yeah, hey, So shout out to New Orleans, Dallas, Atlanta. Is that dude we met in New Orleans? Forget his name. Oof. Oh, it was Travis. Travis, yeah. <laughs> New Orleans, Atlanta, or Dallas, Atlanta, uh, Minneapolis, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Cincinnati, uh, Mesquite, Texas, Madison, and Paju, Republic of Korea. Oh, wow. And the Greenwich. <laughs> Y'all international. Uh. Greenwich, uh, United Kingdom. They've been popping up lately. Philadelphia, Fort Worth, which is basically Jesus. Dallas. Um, Salt Lake City, Utah. Interesting. Mm. Um, so those were some of the hot, hot ones. And then... Mormon listeners. Got it. <laughs> uh, top Just countries. Turn the radio off. Korea, United States, UK, Costa Rica, France, Netherlands, hey. Australia, Romania, Malaysia, oh. Nambia, New Zealand, and the Bahamas. Shout out to Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's, uh, we want to, again, send our, our love out to you guys and continue to spread it over to anybody in Korea, Africa, Argentina, wherever you are. Thank you guys so much for listening. So Thanks, niggas. <sighs> they said I'm Asian. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into more. Yeah, I'm done. Let's jump into more. Like, like, you can be a nigga too. Yeah, yeah. Be careful, little buddy. All right, uh, Milwaukee news. Milwaukee news. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'll take it. Uh, so catch it. um, uh, so on August 24th, we have what we call a podcast battle. It is ourselves, Young Black and Opinionated versus TZ Talks. And it is at the Milwaukee Nights Pub. That's 3830 West National Avenue. And that's from 5 to 9. Uh, music is by DJ Prime. Uh, just check us out, man. We Last time, um, I think it was like a couple weeks ago, we were there. And um, it, it was a great time. It was a great time. It was uh, 72 and 10 versus Technical Foul. And it was a nail biter for real, for real. So if you haven't checked it out, checked it out come through uh get you a drink listen to some good music and um be prepared to uh enjoy and see a great battle so once again that's milwaukee nights pub 3830 west national avenue and there's a podcast battle between ourselves young black and opinionated and tz talks august 24th five to nine mm, yeah shout out to that uh make Look sure you guys <laughs> Uh, support us and uh, all the other prizes. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be a good time. We're going to yeah, have a lot be. of fun. Uh, yes. And then today, which is August 20, 24th or 24th, Jesus, 4th, which is Saturday, um, Center Street Days Festival. Anybody want to elaborate on that? Put, yeah. Put it in the pamphlet. I thought through it in there. Yeah. Um, it, so it's just a festival held um, in the uh, River West neighborhood. It was, it's was it been going on for about 21 years now. And um, it started in 1997. And basically, mm. it's just... Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. it's 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, basically, it's just a whole bunch of uh, businesses. Actually, it's the River West Business Association. They come together and they just showcase all the art in the businesses in the city uh, or in the, in the area. And um, we're actually, if you're hearing this now, we should be there today. So we just did it uh, Friday. So if you're hearing mm-hmm. this now. Yeah, so check it out if you can't. Or 
It's too late. <laughs> uh, next year. Check it out next year. But uh, yes. From here, this, fly in and come. Right. So is it, it. is it something like Garfield Days? Yeah. Mm. I've never been to Garfield Days, so I can't. I, I think it's know. all pretty similar. Yeah. Right, as far Just as on it. different streets and shit. So, yeah. yeah. Do all the major black streets have days? Like Garfield. Right. Like? I mean, you said, are they considered black streets, though? The centered one is in the River West area. Aha. Or you said got East it. Center. You got to put the East in there. Oh, the East. Okay, got <laughs> it. Got it. Yeah, so we're going to be sorry. It's my first time going out. Have y'all ever been or? No. no, never, never. Okay, so it's gonna be our first time. So, you know, I'm pretty sure we've had a good time uh-huh, being in the future. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be on the mic too. We're yeah, gonna be we're gonna be on the mic. 4 p.m. Um, Lakefront Brewery. If y'all there, you missed it. Um, always. But yeah, we're gonna have some footage for y'all. We're gonna we're gonna try to have a good time. Or we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, all that, all that, all that. yeah we had a good time. Shout out to Rural West Business Association. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin Elections Commission. What's going uh, on? All right, that's me again. <laughs> Talking about. All right, Wani. Um, <laughs> no, I just wanted to. I just put this in there because I don't. I haven't really seen too many, uh, too much news going on about it. And I definitely want um, people to come yeah, out. And August, sure. August fourteenth, um, there will be a vote, a very important vote. Um, what's on the ballot is the governor, U.S. senator, U.S. representative, and an odd number of uh, Wisconsin's uh, seats, Senate seats, so uh, hmm. and, and state assembly seats as well. So it's very important. The reason why this is important because right now the Republicans are in control of the office. So basically, number forty-five can do essentially whatever he wants because he has the support. So it's important that we get people in the office so that we can get the people that we want there. And I, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but um, if you don't like the way things are going, you know where you need to vote for. So make sure August 14th, if you can't vote, make sure you pick somebody up that can vote so you can go ahead and get this taken care of, take care, taken care of, spread the word. And then the um, general election will be November 6th. So this is the primary election. Um, and then a general election will be on November 6th. So check it out. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but make sure you go out and vote. Exercise your right. Yeah, it's very important. As you said, we always uh, like to go out for and vote for presidents and mm-hmm. big things, but we definitely need to get out on a um, more local level as far as, like you yeah. said, governor and senator and um, House of Representatives and things like that um, because they control the city, businesses, and things that happen within our neighborhoods, highways, shit like yep. that. Um, very true, very true. Yep. So, even the simple thing like a pothole. You got a pothole, right. you got to make sure you call, you got to call somebody to pick that up. So we so. want to get out. And then mm. as time goes on, they like to do things as time gets closer to make you feel like they care. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Uncle Scotty. So, um, <laughs> Uncle, I was going to say. Yeah. Uncle Scotty. Scotty. Um, time to get that guy. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah, he's been in for, for a while now. Um, <laughs> it's too long. Right. So, yeah, make sure you guys go out and vote um, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Ask YBO. Ask YBO. Funny, the person who sent this question in is in is sitting here. Um, so McCoy sent though. in. <laughs> McCoy sent in a question that's um, tension there, <laughs> and it says, "How much money is but how much money is successful, and how much money is too much money?" So since you're here and since you're our guest, go ahead and give us an answer. <clears throat> well, um. <clears throat> I guess for me, I've always said, p- me personally, mm-hmm. me personally, if I was making like seventy five thousand a year, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Like that's, I don't think we need much more than that. I also have always thought that there should be a limit on what every one individual could make. I feel like if you are one individual, you don't really need more than like, say, a solid, at the max, a solid billion, at the very max you don't billion a solid one if you are one individual and you like oprah 
like <laughs> like there should be no reason that like a person should have like uh you should be like a uh, Warren Buffett and have like fifty two billion dollars. Like you, what will you do with that? What is going to happen to that fifty two billion dollars? Family. Yeah, no, his I family ain't that. Ain't I that heard he's big, big at donating and things like sure. that. I mean, you could. You could donate. I just feel like there should be a cap because everything, because money, like money (laughs) equals resources. You feel what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it's just a representation of what you can amass in the world. You know, you're just going to use those dollars or that, or that electronic, you know, representation of money to buy something or to take up land. PayPal. Exactly. You know, cash (laughs) app. Um, all of that. You're just going to use that to, to take resources. So, I mean, I feel like it should be a limit on each person. So for me, Seventy five thousand a year. I'm gravy. I'm in a nice little. Company. So what if somebody had like six kids? You said you better get the clipping coupon. First of all, mm-hmm. first of all, uh, no human being really needs more than three. But I, I'm I digress. So you want some, <laughs> I digress. We are put here to reproduce. We are. So you want some Chinese shit? Right. I'm saying. I Shout out to our like, China listeners. They gonna love this. They gonna love this episode. <laughs> no more than two girls. Shout out to y'all, me. Um, so <laughs> you gonna have to donate her. Uh no, but um no, I just feel like honestly seventy like if you got sicko if you have a <laughs> you, you add it to one, it if you have you know uh that many kids and maybe you should rework some stuff in the budget maybe you need a nice little hundred hundred thousand a year but honestly for me personally just seventy five a year and then a billion is the billion is like a limit that's a cap that should be like a cap if if even that okay so the second part of the question is. Oh, you said so. That's your. That's the second part. Yeah. Anything over a billion is too much money for, for one individual. Really, honestly, for me, a hundred million. But I was being generous for people. Uh, okay. For the so awesome, Wani. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um. So it's too much money. Too much money. What? First part is how much money is. Successful? Oh, how much money is successful? I think I said last week, if I'm not mistaken, and, and I apologize if I said the wrong thing. I'm saying something different. But I think um, successful change. is. I said about for. Me thirty mil, thirty mil. That's all. I I can live comfortable with thirty million dollars. I feel like I can set up my family wealth. Um, I can be, I can just chill, relax, and do what I got to do. Donate money, set up businesses with thirty million dollars, and I can amass that amount and stay stable with that amount too. Um, and the second craft for the question is how much is too much money? I think I'm 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 right with McCoy on this one. Um, I'm gonna say double digit billions. Double digit billions is too much. I think I think that's just too much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Once you keep crap that I think in a billion to nine. Okay. But once you get that ten billion, that's, that's a lot of money. That's right, a lot right, of money. Right. Um. But you know, like I said, it's generation generational we, uh, resources. I mean, you're not gonna spend a billion dollars in one year. So it's definitely gonna your kids and stuff are gonna definitely be like, thanks, daddy. <laughs> what you think about businesses like Walmart, where it's kids, kids of kids of kids of kids of kids that's worth right. billions of dollars? Well, I mean. Uh, I want to see the balance sheets because that's not liquid cash. You know, that's going to be probably some businesses, infrastructure. Well, yeah, but a business like that that's been around a long time that has that wealth, like, yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, more. Should there be a rule that say, nigga, if you ain't here yet, they don't count? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Um, I I feel like because that's just setting your, like I said, just setting your family up for you know for for success. So should there be a cap on that amount of money though? When it, like I said, I think when it gets up over the like ten billion mark, I think that's just too much. Mm. Mm. That's just too much. But I can see, I can, I can argue for the other side and say, you know, if I make good decisions with my money and it just so happen I can multiply it, like 
don't stop me. Who gonna stop me? You know what I mean? Who so, gonna stop me? Yeah. <laughs> for the government. Right on what? <laughs> yeah. Just swing some of this money this way. Oh, he's cute. Um, yeah, I said whatever amount it is that um makes me wealthy. Um, but if I had to give a number, mm, you need fifty or hundred million, I'd be good. Fifty hundred? Fifty or a hundred million. Mm, fifty hundred. I think that'll be that'll make me uh successful and wealthy. Mm. But I mean, I, we live in a capitalistic society, so I mean, how do we? Because I, I was I think I was listening to um the friend zone, and they were talking about how do you. Is there a such thing of like being successful or wealthy without stepping on other people? Mm. And then people were getting into how, or each of them were getting. I think somebody mentioned like, well, we live in a capitalistic society, so shit. So I know yeah. Fran was kind of talking about. Generally, people want to save the world, but I think we mentioned this before. Like, what would the world be what it is, or would America be what it is? Or not that it's great, but you know, like without poor people, like. New. Well, I mean, yeah, it's realistic. It's, I think just the world have to in general. People, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's right. like yeah. have to be black people. <sighs> this is a stressful topic for me because I just feel like you could do, you could say, you could say that there has to be poor people. But I mean, if we're gonna talk about being a society that's supposed to be, you know, progressive or right. civilized. We should be able to take care of everybody exactly with the like yeah. on some socialism type shit exactly, and I'm a big fan of the idea of that. But so you're you a know. socialist? Ooh, uh, we gonna put that out there in there? I mean, <laughs> potentially, possibly. possibly. Uh, if I started my own country, I might be. You know, it, yeah. it could be Long Island. Yeah, my only thing about that is uh, I agree. I think uh, one rib, I, <laughs> right? Exactly. It, it would have to be that because. Because yeah, because I mean, we would we deplete all our resources if everybody was taken care of. Right. But like you said, everybody would have to just get one rib. But then from the capitalistic society that we're in, I, I work hard. I should get two ribs, three ribs, four ribs. Say, like, do do you care about the other man and, and the brother man? No. Nope. Right. Like think about when we were talking about South Africa going through their issues, mm, the water and, and shit. Yeah, with the water drought, and it was kind of like now people can't you you can't take from the wells. Like you can't legally do that mm. without permission. So, but it's like, nigga, if I'm thirsty, you know, then what? So right, I think right. it's quite interesting that when you get to that certain level, they'd be like, all right, y'all <laughs> niggas gotta taking, stop. But when start you start taking land from the white man, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the farmer is like, give me that shit back. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, yeah, yeah, shout out to uh, question. We, you got an answer last week? Oh, last week got an answer. Did we get any more? Uh, yeah, I was like, dang, nobody, I didn't even get the answer. So that happened to me every week, girl. So, <laughs> um, shut up. <laughs> How much money is successful for me? I would have to say I'm gonna probably go around where Moanjay said, like twenty, twenty-five to thirty mil. You can live comfortably off that and do a lot of things that I would like to do. Um, too much money is. I think a billion is too much, honestly. Mm. Um, but that's just me. Like, what do you like? You just think I just think of all these celebrities that have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. And look, Chris Brown got like a car for he got like two cars for every day of the week, damn near. Why? You're not gonna drive all these cars, fam. Bitch, if we're being realistic, he's not. He probably at home. That much because he's touring and doing other that's things. What I, that, or that's he what I just said. Driving him around. 
Yeah. He's probably not even driving them. So yeah. eh. sometimes I think too, a lot of people have it for other people in their family. Yeah. Like I think about um, like if I'm, and which they probably do, I ain't gonna knock. Like if I'm a Beyonce or some, most right. of the time somebody else is probably driving me. Yeah. Um, And you know, I know they mentioned taking Blue to school and shit, but you know, they probably live in that community where people are like, hey, hey Beyonce, and keep right. moving. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> it honestly, this conversation reminds me of um, when Kendrick brought bought his sister a car, and everybody was like, "Why oh, you yeah. buy her that car?" Her ass don't need to be driving around in Lamborghini. She ain't no. He bought nice something Toyota. that was comfortable for right. her. And, like, yeah. and when she go to the gas station, she put gas and fill it up. Yeah, like, but well, I think the the perception that we have on celebrities and certain lifestyles is because of the the, the way the media makes it, we we extend our thoughts onto that. Like, mm-hmm. well, why you ain't got this yeah. or why you ain't got that? But for me, as I get older, I'd be like, damn, you know, fuck all that shit. Like, right? Yes. You say, give me a little Hummer so I can just roll over motherfuckers. Told you she's sick and, and physical and expect and a gadget they shit and just violate <laughs> <laughs> you, violet. Well, you mean traffic? Just put the little bunny, a little button, and go up. Like, right. 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 Is there? Damn, niggas What's going on? What's going on? Sorry. God. You know, the slave, the slave ass candle. <laughs> <laughs> you just sniffed out the whole candle. <laughs> ain't even lit up. What you talking about? Shit, what one? Oh, <laughs> 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 I never. I ain't never over here. You said, your nostrils uh, burning. <laughs> right. Anyway, slave nostrils. What's going on? What going on? Um, what's going on? Hey, so I saw this this morning. Um, I woke up early this morning, so well, I got the tea too. What tea? What you finna talk about? Oh, okay, okay. I'm just like, what I do? Um, <laughs> so I caught this this morning. So I was watching Madden. I'm gonna watch it, man. I was on Twitter and I can't scroll. <laughs> it's like through. one of them little kids that be on YouTube watching people like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was waiting for that. That was a good joke. Um, <laughs> good job. <laughs> so I was um, scrolling through uh, Twitter this morning. And I actually caught this, and it was talking about Madden. And Madden, um, for the second time, scrubbed out Kaepernick's name. Um, so they is- issued this bogus apology. Uh, and I'm going to read it to you. Uh, we made an unfortunate mistake with our Madden NFL soundtrack. Members of our team un- misunderstood the fact that while we don't have rights to include Kaep- Colin Kaepernick in the game, this doesn't affect soundtracks. We messed up. And the edit should have never happened. We will make it right with an update to Madden not- NFL 19 on August 6th. That will include the reference again. We meant no disrespect and we apologize to Colin, to YG and Big Sean, to the NFL, to all of their fans and our players for this mistake. Madden EA Sports, Madden 19. It's in the it's game. In the game. It's in the game. Well, that is, well wow. Kaepernick wasn't in the game. Right. <laughs> Hasn't been in the game for a while. So I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to actually pull up what the uh, soundtrack sounds like um, so you can get an idea of what occurred and what happened. And why people were in the uproar. Because what happens is that certain people that pre-register the game or certain tastemakers or gatekeepers actually get the game first. I hate those words. And, and, uh, and they were, they took a loan in. And it's really big for an artist to actually be on a Madden soundtrack. So this is actually what it sounds like. So 
as you can hear, um, there's some bleeping. So you think it's a curse word. You know, they do that all right. the time mm-hmm. on Madden. But this is how the song is. Passion dick. Feed me to the wolves. Now I leave the pack and shit. You boys all cap. I'm more Colin Kaepernick. I'm rare as affordable health care. So, um, so yeah. Rare as affordable health care. <laughs> rare as Sorry. affordable health care. Yeah. So, and this is, was not the first time that that occurred. There's actually uh, Madden, I think 2017 from or 18, no, 17. And uh, they actually did this before. There's a song by Mike Will. Here we go. So that's the blurred out part. And uh, here's the right part. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, they tried it. Okay. Yeah, oh, they definitely did it. They definitely did it. So, um, I mean, I could, if we, if I argue the other side, I can understand that, you know, unfortunately, you know, Kaepernick is um, filing a suit against the NFL for collusion for him not being able to get a job. So I can understand where one would think that, okay, if we can't, Colin Kaepernick's not in the game, then we definitely can't go ahead and add his name. But I think um, you have lawyers for that reason. You should have consulted with your lawyers and said, hey, we know this particular person have issues with the NFL. Can we put his name on it? Um, and instead of these apologies, it just looks dumb. It, it looks is. Stupid. And now you got to come up with a patch to bring it I back. I don't know right. if you saw, um, but Big Sean had actually tweeted. Um, I'll just read it. He said, it's disappointing and appalling. And he at the NFL and EA. Um, took Kaepernick name out of my verse on Big Bang on Madden 19 like it was a curse word. When he's not a curse, he's a gift. Nobody from my team approved of any of this. And Kaepernick retweeted him and was like, much love, brother. Thank you for having my back. Mm, that should be brother. Sorry. Yeah. But um, I like I've been seeing that too. And I'm just like, is it that deep? I didn't know that they did that before. That's mm, crazy. Yeah. This is a big old case of the white man. <laughs> The others. Well, I mean, it even goes deeper than that. Taken away. No, 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 no. That's my statement. It's a big old case of the usual stuff that would happen back in the day that just gets swept under the rug and everybody Mm. like, no. And now we're at a point where the no is louder than the sweep. And we I don't know. And I'll talk about it later when I talk about what I'm going to talk about. But um, we just had this like this transitional stage where like it's it's still friction i mean we what my mom's what 55 we 55 years from 1962 um gonna be 56 so it's like that's not that long ago and then even if you go back to slavery that's 100 and something that's not that long ago either so yeah, yeah. just a lot of the things that happened you know if this was like we talked about on the radio if this was back in 1965 it would have been that's it we ain't talking about it and i said what i said and i was like no we're gonna talk about it and big shine gonna go no you no just don't and then if you see if you watch or if you've been on instagram like uh i think van lathan started it Mm -hmm. but you got like um charlamagne and them donating 60 bucks or 59.99 or wherever you are with your taxes um included um just donating that to kaepernick's uh little Mm -hmm. sports fund or whatever he does to help the kids and his um um, organization so he's like instead of spending the money on the game do that instead which is i think is a good idea too um so kind of like they did with the uh, hurricane harvey stuff they were tagging people saying you know i encourage you to do it i think i see angela rye do it um but it's it's one of them things that to me 
politics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, it was it it goes even further. Where when Madden first started, there was this competition game called the ESPN uh, Football. ESPN Football was better than Madden. Definitely so, was better. <laughs> so, so, um, so then what Madden decided to do uh, was like, hey, why not get the rights from the NFL so that we can take over and we can actually put the names on the jerseys, use the actual stadiums and stuff like that. So that involved the NFL to be heavily involved in EA Sports and what goes and what hmm. goes on. So one could say that this would be a good, you know, uh, defense for Colin Kaepernick when they say collusion because they have they own the NFL, um, they have NFL licenses to actually use players in. Of course, um, they're scrimping his name off the game. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. It's the second time in a row. And, it, you know, it's just uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I urge people, you know, those are people that are Madden fans, if you are going to buy the game, at least donate to Colin Kaepernick's um, <clears throat> fund, a fund. So do that. I'm, I'm definitely going to I'm gonna donate to. Yeah. So. I don't play football. I don't watch football or play football games. So, yeah. Me um, well, I played the game. I played the so game yeah, before, but it's, it's I'm not a fan. Quite interesting, two K every day, uh, right? Where we are now, so <laughs> too funny. Um, where we are now, Lady Kicks Boy in the Park. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if y'all seen this. This was actually a couple of weeks ago that I seen this, and I wanted to talk about it. But um, you know, we've been, we had our, you know, mashup episodes. Um, and I couldn't say what I want to say on the radio because <clears throat> I feel a type of way. So there's this video of, um, these two kids, they're playing at the park and the little boy, he hits the little girl. And so this white lady don't know if she has any relation to the little girl, but she comes over and she says like some crazy stuff to the little boy. And basically like, I'm, she said, I will kick you so hard and make sure that you never have kids in the future. Or something like that. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it, Mm-mm. but um, let me see if I can find yeah, it real quick. See that. I, it's so disturbing. Like it, it really just how old is it, it really kid? pissed me off. These kids look like they like five, mm. and I'm like, how dare you say something like that to a child? Oh, can I see the thing? I found it. All right. So oh, for those man. people who haven't seen or heard <sighs> be prepared it's like a black father is this the what to do with the oh, i seen that a couple weeks ago yeah why did it stop But she clearly said, you know, I'll kick you. You ain't going to be able to have kids. Like, who says that to a child? Somebody that wanted to get smacked in the face. So what's the story behind it again? Was that his mother, stepmother or something? Because my thing is if when I first saw it a couple weeks ago, me and Liz were talking about it. And I never thought about it like that. She was like, I'm assuming maybe it's his mom, foster mom or something. Because as a man, as a black man, ain't no way in hell. Mm, I'm going to have my son running around my leg with this white lady and little little baby wasn't really paying attention or whatever. But just kicking the the boy and then saying what she said. So after that, I didn't really do too much research because it was just hard to watch. I don't, I don't, I don't really see like a backstory, but somebody said that's not his mom, but I don't know how they know that, but. <laughs> <The internet's wild. laughs> 
I don't I don't know how they know that because I don't I'm just reading the comments, but like I was just seriously disturbed mm-hmm. because I get it, you know, this boy kicked your daughter or whatever the case may be, but why would you say that to a child? Yeah. And the black man, I don't know if he has any relation to the boy, I'm assuming, because he walked off with him. Why would you allow somebody to just say that to your kid and just like it's okay? Like right. yeah. it's probably more to it, but I don't have like an actual news story or anything. It just that's just the video that I saw. Yeah. I just wanted to get some thoughts on, you know, what what would you have done in this situation? Did, she, did the kicks land and land on the boy? Or did she kick like kinda around the boy or it landed on him because you heard it you oh, heard okay. regardless of that nigga you come near my son though right we're, oh not, we're not doing that boy like, but okay what if what if that was you and that little boy was kicking your daughter get your son. kids fight yeah, shit kids, exactly. yeah but i'm as a parent i'm not gonna let you just because I, your son kicked my son kicked your daughter fine i said it, that's okay but right. in this type of arena ain't no way i'm gonna stand there and just let you kick my son like that there's no mm-hmm. way and then then you say not having kids they kids they gonna fight right. like right. right like there's a better way we can handle that family. right because like, we supposed to be the adults and her exactly. daughter trying to fight him too right exactly like, yeah she definitely kicked him twice in his in his butt and he mm. just looked helpless, like yeah. The daddy leaving look helpless. That's not a good, to me. That's not right. a good look as a kid looking at your parent, looking letting that shit happen to you. Like right. You, just, you might just who's get recording this. now? Right. <laughs> why does <laughs> shit always get on film? Like because that shit don't make no sense. Somebody that was at the park somebody, and their kids not in this somebody bullshit. Parent, somebody somebody like, that raised their kids baby, right. Why does some bullshit? I don't understand. Like niggas record everything. They nowadays. they really do. But I'm with Reese. Like okay. If if my son is hitting your daughter, you know, come up to me and say, you know, your son is hitting my daughter. You know, can you like discipline him or get him, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But don't take it upon yourself to just one hit my child to say some shit like that to them because now I'm finna beat your ass in this park. Definitely mm-hmm. beat your ass. Like, but on top of that, he stood there and let the shit happen. Like, I that too. I, I no. Well, I mean, I don't know what he did because they, of course, the video cut off after that part. No, no he, he walked off. No, but the way he walked off to move his child to, like, some put you over here going for the handle this. We don't know that. True. But wait a minute. My no, question is this. Get your son out. That. Somebody's kicking my son and I want to get my son out of harm's way. I'm going to move my son out the way and then I'm going to go handle this business. And I would have been moved him. He wouldn't have been getting kicked like that, fam. Like, mm. you, when you walking up to me with the... I'm pretty sure she had some slick words to say prior... Like, she was talking and prior to her kicking the boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened. I want just, you to watch it again. I just, just sent it to just, you. No, nah, fam. Just no. Yeah, yeah it's, now, it's a no for me. Somebody said that it might be her... His mom. If that is your mom, why are you talking to your... If your kid do wrong, you talking to your kid. Like, I'm going to kick you so you never have kids again. Even if that is his mom or if that is somebody in relation to him... She's still just out of pocket. I don't. I, I honestly don't think that it was. Definitely don't think. Definitely don't think. But I think she's out of pocket on all of her actions at that moment. Like, that's a child, fam. There's just certain shit that you shouldn't say to kids. Right. And that's one of them. Yeah, you, that's definitely. He's language. like, that's, you definitely. He's like six or that. seven, and you talk about some. I'll make sure that you don't have yeah. kids. Why would you? Why would you ruin his life like that? That's like, right. That's traumatic. Yeah. Yeah, somebody... it's gonna pop back in his mind when he's three and shit. Right. right, if he gets scared and shit when people start coming towards him, now you didn't traumatize him. Like, it's a better way to handle that. Like whatever Absolutely. happened, whatever y'all playing in the playground, like y'all said, kids fight, kids play. If it was like ridiculous or something that he did, let me, you know, what I'm saying I know it's it's harm, it's hurtful, but let let me handle my kid versus you kicking him like that. Like that's very, that's very extreme. I, as a parent, I couldn't, I couldn't stand there and let yeah. that happen. Like I couldn't do it, couldn't do it. And her daughter was trying to fight back. 
So it ain't, I'm like, like Reese said, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's okay, but it ain't like he pushed her and was beating her up on the ground. Mm. They were both going at each other. Oh, in the beginning of the video, somebody said no kicking, no kicking, or something like that. I think it was said. So I don't know who said that, but um, the dad, it, the I, I don't know, I, I don't, don't know, I don't know who said, but somebody said no kicking, no kicking in the beginning of the video. So I don't know who said that, but that's just wow. <laughs> they record everything. That's, wow. Um, that's, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just tripping off of that. Like this is the fact that this was recorded. Um, yeah, that's why everything yeah. is recorded nowadays. That's why, unfortunately. Do you think celebs care more about other celebs' comments as opposed to fans? So I have a backstory to this. Um, I know, Reese, you had showed me the picture of Kim Kardashian where her hip kind of yeah poked out on one side. So um, that picture was posted, and Tyson uh, Beckford he had a comment about it, and he said, um, "Sorry, I don't care for it personally." She is not real. Doctor fucked her up on her right hip. Doctor <laughs> fucked up on her right hip. So Kim Kardashian said, "Sis, we all know why you don't care for it." <laughs> so, um, Courtney, everybody on Twitter in that moment was kind of like, "Why is she implying that he's gay?" Or you know, they felt like they felt like she was wrong. And um, this other girl that I follow, she said um, she feels like Tyson should have never said anything. Right. She said she felt like he should have kept quiet because it probably really hurt her feelings to hear that from a celebrity. She said it's easier to ignore when it's people that are beneath you, quote unquote, harder when it's someone who could actually be in the same space as you. Who said this? uh, This girl that I follow. Oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to know what y'all thought about that because, I mean, just thinking about it. Yeah, celebrities clap back at fans all the time, mm-hmm. but it's here and there. It's not like they clap back at every fan. But <laughs> yes, sis, <laughs> <laughs> that's petty. That's so petty. That was Kanye. But <laughs> but like you know, what are your thoughts? Like my my question that Reese read. Like, do you think that celebrities care about comments when they come from other celebrities more than as opposed to hearing some bullshit from? Before I got the backstory, what you said, I mean, I, I, I would say yeah, because what the what the um, user that you follow said, um, that's your peer, that's your peer, um, regardless of what industry you're in. I mean, I'm a, he's a model, he I, he does modeling, and she does man. model, and so it you know it makes sense. He, he shouldn't have said anything. It wasn't his place, and I understand the clapback. Um, what was in his place? Just say anything about her hit. Like you didn't have to say anything. Of course, she posted on public forum, and then yeah, that's the room. Um, but for you know, for him to say you know she's fake and all this stuff like that, that's her business. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> all he did was point it out, right? Why? Well, think, why, why, think, why him? I think it could be why that's where um, too don't, don't when you shit. when you comment on somebody, if you're friends with somebody or mm-hmm. if somebody's of some status, you know how Instagram works. You right. want to see their posts. Mm-hmm. I think if it was like a random person, she may have not even seen it, right. um, because a lot of people say oh. different things. <laughs> Um, but I think it's DC. that, and then maybe on top of that too, um, it is very noticeable. Is that sorry? No, I want you to see the picture and what he's talking about. Yeah. One of her hips is smooth, and the other one is kind of pointy. Oh, <laughs> triangular, if you will. No, no, it's not. <laughs> no. They said she does. She does terrible jobs with her Photoshop. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like you should have. It wouldn't have played the same. I mean. I feel like people say shit all the time. I don't know what exactly. y'all got going on yeah, yeah. outside of this to sound like somebody knows shit that I don't know. Right. <laughs> but it was fun. It's funny just, though. I just, I just think that, like, I mean, so I guess 
when when is enough enough? Like if you see something like that that looks ridiculous to you, do you just not say anything? Like no matter who you are, we don't even know if they those two were the ones that actually did their own account. We don't know if it, it could have been Kim's personal assistant, and I, I doubt it wasn't. It. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That. Like I, I doubt that. I, doubt that. that I feel like if I'm a celebrity and and I'm trying to make sure I say the right thing, trying to make sure I don't say nothing OC and make sure shit go as smoothly as possible, I'm not gonna have some random motherfucker with my phone like, damn, hurry up, look stupid. That's what I got a publicist for. No, I mean, he but, said that shit. But, that's, that's like when they get online and they, they say some dumb shit and they apologize. Somebody took my phone like, shut your right. ass up. Take your goddamn phone. He was, no, on a, he was on a ranch. Shut but, up. <laughs> I mean, you're saying you feel like he shouldn't have said nothing. So what about like the celebs that call other celebs out? Like Amanda Seals has called celebrities out. This was, that's what's called out or made or like. I'm what saying, is, I'm saying, like she's called people dumb or stupid or whatever. Right, the they said something dumb or stupid, but it's somebody personal looks. That's different. That's different. It's like yeah, so not, she's not offended. She's not offending anybody. It's look. like somebody call you. Can't. Why would you go and why no, would you go online and call somebody ugly? Somebody may be offended by what she said. We can't say how they feel. They just about how she look. But I mean, regardless. But you're talking about Amanda Seals. I'm saying like somebody could be offended by what she oh, says. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Say. I mean, but people I mean, gonna get offended all the time. That's different, though. I'm saying you're attacking so. somebody's looks. You're he's attacking. attacking he's pointing out what he see. Right. And then you said she's fake. It is fake. It is. She knows it. Yeah. So so if he would just did the first comment and said, "I don't care for it," it would have been good. But then he had it. But, but he, did, he did. He did get kind of slick though yeah. when he gave me the doctor. That's what I'm saying. They may up. have some type of back and forth thing. It, right. it could be Kanye tweeting from her page. I don't know. She didn't really get <laughs> raspy. We always got to put yay in, in because her shit. she didn't really get raspy until he popped off on the internet. So she been, she been when that shit popped off. He was when, holding the phone. Like, huh? Just mad in the right, background. Right. Remember when she popped off with the little? Yo, Kim, uh, let me see it. Let me see it. The little Chicago shit with the people for his uh, Donda's house. Oh like, yeah, she they popped got off. He's probably like, give me that goddamn phone. You working too slow. Working too slow. Look at sis. I, I just feel like celebrities say shit all the time. And yeah. she just so happened to catch his comments and <laughs> respond. Well, yeah, she, she actually just saw seen it pop up because they got so many people in comments. Jay Room, the one who posted it. Shit. It's just like when you follow somebody, um, you see their comment more than you'll see any other right. anybody yeah. or you'll see some celebrity comment because it got a lot of likes or some shit. So she probably just randomly saw it and was like, Well, nigga, fuck you. I mean, granted, <laughs> I'll be I'll be offended too if I think I'm looking great <laughs> walking down the street. <laughs> If one of my hips look pointy, and you know, <laughs> some no. nigga come on there, and they could have like he was he's a model, so maybe she modeled with him, Calvin Klein or some shit. Yeah, like, maybe right. they had a connection, and she's like, "Nigga, fuck you!" Like, so, do, so do going back to the question. So do we feel like celebrities overall just care more about other celebrities? Because that that disturbs me. Because I, I, don't, I, I think you you can say yeah, but I think if you're offended, you're offended because you see motherfuckers straight arguing with a fan, like. When Kevin Durant was in nigga DMs having a full blown conversation, it's like nigga, what? you talking to a teen? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. yeah, no, like, and, and I would, I would have to agree. That's why I said, like, you know, you see the celebrities clap back, and even Chance the Rapper, he cut somebody out in their DMs, not like a week or a week or two ago. Oh, not Chance, but oh, I think yeah, it's, and I think it's a, if you want to take it to like level, like if you level it out because we're both celebrities, I think it's an embarrassment thing. Somebody say something about you and you a celebrity, look, fuck you too. It's like, a business thing too. Like you gay, shit. <laughs> Right. Well, it's, it's, a business, it's a business it's thing. Tyson gay. Tyson's Tyson's followers now see that like, oh yeah, Tyson, you're right. She's fake. Now that's potential money I lost because Tyson has his oh, following please. said his following said, I oh she's fake. People that know her damn hip ain't fake, but they still trying to get these damn jeans. <laughs> I, I don't know. Right. I don't know, but I, I I can understand like you you're destroying my brand. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when you're you're attacking, please, you that, destroy my brand. People say all types of shit like that, and she worked. Millions of dollars. Well, I mean, it probably in the long run, probably don't affect her at all. But shit. I'm just saying, 
everything counts. Uh, I don't know about her. She, she got when you got mama like Chris. He said, "Don't matter, baby. Yeah, right. Let's go fix your hip and business. mind our business." If this <laughs> lose coins over this. And by sis, I mean Kim Kardashian, not Tyson. Uh, <laughs> see? See? No. See? If Kim, see what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying. Right there. If Kim lose the coins over this, her fans fake anyway. They should already know that no, her body not, not her. I'm not saying her fans. I'm talking about Tyson's following. Like, say, for instance, that's, you know, that's less people that's, that potentially couldn't. Say, for instance, they didn't know who Kim Kardashian is. Unbelievable, but say for instance that's the case. Yeah, they follow they follow Tyson everything, and they see this. They go in the shade room. Oh, Tyson! No, listen what he said. Oh, and then he's clapped back. Tyson not gay. Yeah, yeah. I don't fuck him. I make a whole blog post about it. I mean, it's a slippery slope, but I'm just saying. Are these that, stands? That, I'm just, yeah, I'm, but I'm saying. I'm just saying. Like, look, think about the hives. All the hives that's going on with the Beyonce hives and the. There's only future. one hive. Oh, it's only one hive. But it's a future hive. She's a part of it and whatnot. There's a future hive, too. There's a future hive. I've heard of it. The the only hive that matters is the beehive. She's not a future fan, folks. Oh, well, I mean, like, whatever hive or whatever, you know, people, barbs or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You know, there are people out there that go, like, look at these people religiously. No, there are. There are. But I just think, uh, for me, I just didn't, I personally didn't agree with the girl who tweeted and said that Tyson shouldn't have said anything. I mean, he gets to, like anybody else, he yeah. gets to say what he want. If he took it too far, if they do know each other, then that's something that they probably could have handled on a mm-hmm. personal note. But at the end of the day, um, I would think it would be crazy to think that all celebs like each other. Yeah, yes, that, that is. I totally agree with that. Some don't care who they offend yeah. or don't like because they are content in what their brand is and what they're doing and things like that right you know yeah yeah that's just what i was getting at but yeah good combo y'all funny that's funny what up sis <laughs> hi there yes. just petty damn me again <laughs> no i'm just kidding so um let me find my article um i saw this like a week ago too um kid fury from the read and um lena white lena white are creating or uh, developing a hbo comedy series um which i think is interesting so um it's gonna be a surreal surreal dark comedy that follows greg a 20-something sarcastic gay black man navigating adulthood and responsibility in new york city while struggling to wrap his head around his undiagnosed clinical depression Ooh, i'm excited i'm interested already um so it doesn't really say like when when it's gonna be coming out but i think that that's a big um a big thing for kid fury because you know he's a podcaster blogger mm-hmm. and comedian so it'll be a half hour hbo series and i don't know at first i was like isn't that a conflict of interest because her show the shy is on showtime but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm proud of uh, both of them, um, especially Kid Fury. Um, I was listening to the read this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal was going in on just celebrating, and you know, sometimes when you in a moment and you just like doing stuff, you just like, mm-hmm. what is this? What is going on? Um, <laughs> it's so funny, but um, yeah, congrats. That's dope. I'm excited to see. He was like, y'all can stop reaching out to me, talking about can I be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, 
Yeah, so shout out to them. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what comes from it. And I understand I when you started in, in in the podcast industry or just whatever you do is just, you know, a young gun and you're trying to get in and trying to get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. So I know that has to be an amazing feeling um, to be working with somebody like Lena who has a successful um, series on Showtime and kind of and, and then her um, history prior to that. But just getting in in the cusp of everything, it has to be a good feeling. So. Probably yeah. very, very, very surreal. Yeah, he was a cameo on um, um, Dear White People. Dear White People. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah, and it's more, more representation um, on 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 TV. Um, so yeah, kudos to them. Um, HBO's been doing a lot of good stuff too. I, I actually watched a show last night. I don't know, know if you ever caught it, but it's called Random Act of Flightness. Um, and it's a variety show. It's very. It's literally random. I watched it thirty minutes of it and. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even tell you what it's about. Like it's just oh, try to watch. Yeah, it's called Random Act of Flight, and it's this young black director. He's actually uh, in set of doing um, or on a pace to do Space Jam Two uh, with LeBron. So they said I forgot his name. Don't that. quote it, but um, <laughs> we don't need that. But uh, <laughs> uh, check it out. Check it out. Um, HBO been giving a lot of black people some um, stuff, and the Charlemagne's show that's coming out too. I forgot the name of it. Um, so yeah, HBO been. Hey, what up, HBO? What up? What up? What up, though? Mm-hmm. What up, though? We need a slot. We need a slot. Time slot. <laughs> YBO two on HBO. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Mario. Boom. HBO. Boom right there. What, though? Oh, joint. Yeah, shout yeah. out. And it's all two dope queens, too, just real quick. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah so i wanted to talk about uh breakfast club interview i saw with uh like i said i listen to him every morning when i'm getting dressed for work um so they had a uh, stame dash we'll call him liar cohen <laughs> uh <laughs> cohen uh hip-hop executive uh, i think he has like 37 years in the game mm-hmm. and he just kind of went through his history as far as starting um was being like the travel dude with run dmc because the other dude just kind of disappeared and shit yeah I'm just kind of getting into the industry. Um, and it was interesting because at first you can tell he was like very nervous because he was like, I'm yeah. usually on the outside of it, but now I'm in it. Um, so he has a, or now he's with YouTube. Yeah. Um, but he was prior to, he was with 300 Entertainment, um, signed people like the Migos and a um, whole bunch of other acts as well, too. Um, Rich the kid. So um, they just had this yeah. conversation about uh, like, well, you know, and he kind of was just like, I don't really, I don't like when um, artists are, you know, high on drugs, things like that. Lean, like you're, you're a junkie, you're a crackhead or whatever. Oh. So, um, man was like, well, you know, why do you still sign these people? Like, if you know that that's what they do and right. you just kind of like, you know, shit, I look at the business of it first and then I'll help you type shit. And then they kind of talked about something else and Charlamagne came back to it and brought it up and he like, well, I just said it. You weren't listening. <laughs> you too, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Sorry, but he gave that. Cut like, me off, bro. He gave like that, that, that white dude response yeah. when he tried to like make you feel stupid on your own shit when you be, and you kind of be like, yep. no, you look stupid. Yeah. So, and then he was like, well, and then he kind of explained it like, yeah, we, I got miles to feed and then we'll play the clip in a second. But then, you know, Charlamagne is like, oh, you're going to make Dame Dads call you a culture vulture. We're going to mm-hmm. get that clip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, go ahead and play my clip now. <laughs> I got I got people to feed. Um, <laughs> I, got a bu- oh, I, got a, I got a business to run. <laughs> you're going to make Dame Dash take this clip and call you a culture vulture. Who's Dame Dash? <laughs> you brought him up. I don't even know him. I don't even know him. So you bring him his name up. I don't even know him. So y'all made a lot of money together. Made a lot of Come money. Come on, Leo. Don't do that to him. I don't know him. Mm. I really don't. I got I got people. 
Well, white people won't know you in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dame Dash obviously called wind of it, and I seen it. Um, so I read his post. He said, "Thanks for this hashtag liar Cohen for proving my point in the true culture vulture form. They make money off us, and they try to erase our true history and act like the real ones never existed." Not going to happen, bro. I benched you for the culture. Enjoy your desk job at YouTube. You're going down in history for who you really are. I made sure of that. Um, and then he tagged somebody and said, how do you even work with this clown? Look how um, he disrespects your brothers. And then he kind of promoted his Culture Vultures book. And y'all see he's unapologetic. He pays his bills at the expense of us. Big question is why can't he sell any rock music? Why can't he eat with mm-hmm. his own culture? Stop fronting on my people like you mean something. Your own culture laughs at you. Um, and then the next picture after that clip was a picture of them together many years ago, probably like in 2000 or something. I was going to say like 02, I was thinking 02, 03. Um, but prior, and then he had another post with, um, what's the little young dude name? I think he deleted it. <laughs> um, yeah, he deleted it. I forget his name though. Um, some other rapper and he was just Richard like, Kidd. I wasn't, I don't think it was, was it him? Or I think it was somebody Is that else. Fuck 300? Um, probably, but it wasn't Rich the Kid though, but he oh, was wow. just. Because uh, first he didn't really say who he was. People Ouch. in the comments were saying who he was and shit. I'm like, who is he? And um, then he put another <laughs> post up. But the dude was just kind of like, yeah, I signed a 360. Well, he was just like, I can't leave the country. I'm back on child. I'm, you know, I got a I'm, child support is my issue. And he was just kind of going through his problems a little bit. And um, he was just like, you know, Lear Co- Cohen is the problem and Wait, shit. Is he talking about Day Day? Pro- I don't remember who it was but to be honest chick? with you. Um, but um, he had two clips, but he deleted them. It looks like so. Um, quite interesting um i just want to i guess ask you guys like what do you guys think about first of all this clip and it's in itself and then do you guys think of like what do you guys think of the music industry at this point knowing what we kind of know now like if you the two shorts the problems with people signing these type of deals and without the knowledge and now that we're in the space especially technology of youtube and soundcloud and your own wave like just overall thoughts and shit First of all, <laughs> you don't need a label. I repeat, mm-hmm. you do not need a label. I think people, so it's not the 1990s where, you know, they were the gatekeepers. They were the people that stopped you from, you know, connecting with a fan. You had, you needed a label and people in, in that circle to get you in the magazines and all that stuff. Man, you don't need that anymore. And I think people don't know, you know, the whole thing is, 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 is smoke and mirrors. And just like he said in his interview, as much as I've always like researched the business and thought Leo was culture. Um, just like he said in this video, if he if, if a rapper's on drugs, if a rapper's an actual addict, an actual drug addict, and can't function without that stuff, he gonna sign you, have you drop records first, and then help you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think the the way the in- music industry is set up, um, Lior is a prime example of uh, you know, people. Yeah, I, and not as a do person. Go, do do you go that extreme as to call him that? The only reason I feel like I can't call Lior that is because if you know the history of Lior, then you know that he was there when they was building, when when Def Jam was, you know, kind of like right. really getting it together. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like he told Nori, Nori had a, uh, if you listen to Drink Champs podcast, Nori had a record or something that he did in like 1998 or whatever, whatever, something in, in that range. And um, he didn't like it. Lior was, Lior was real big on like keeping shit gritty. You know, grimy. That's why he signed the DMX, and he he brings Nori to the office and he goes, you know, if you if I cut you, what do you bleed? He's like, I bleed blood. He was like, no, if I cut you, if you cut me, I bleed Ron DMC. You know, uh, and he said one of the like records, 
And he's like, what do you bleed? And then you know, it was like super thug or whatever. And so he told him, don't bring me this type of shit back. This, you know, but so he's been a part of the growth of the culture and making sure it stayed hip hop, you know, stayed that. And I'm a fan of that. So I can't really call you or like a culture vulture. But again, then again, I, I'm just a person from the outside looking in. I'm just a fan of the art. So I don't know him. Dame does. So when you say something like, I'm going to sign you, you can be a drug addict, I'm going to make money off you, and then I'm going to come back and help you. That sounds very culture vulture-ish. I mean, that sounds like the definition of what that shit is and, and why we as black artists have had problems for decades. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, it's not up to us a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? It's up to people like that. So I just... I think we might have to give him that title after a statement like that. Like mm-hmm. you going, you definitely know that I'm screwed in the head. I'm, I'm off lean and not, which is basically heroin for those of you who don't know. Right. I'm off that. You going to sign me, make a couple stacks off me, make racks off me and then say, well, by the way, you're a drug addict and Let's clean this up, buddy. Right. Damage we just, control. I just made 3 million off of you, but uh, we're going to throw you in rehab now. So you're great, but you're a crackhead. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I think that's a that's a that's a important me- it's an important message. Y'all uh, <laughs> uh, see that Judge, Judge Mathis meme where he had the uh, motherfucking gavel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he said, motherfucker, I was gonna that crackhead. Sit down, shut up, sit down. But that goes to show you that um, uh, we need a lot of times uh, uh, people always want to be the artists. We need lawyers. We need entertainment lawyers. We need more. Uh, mm-hmm. We need more uh, a, uh, black A and R's. We need more people that are of the culture that can support the culture. And you know, and white people see an opportunity. They saw they probably thought hip hop was going to be a fad until like the like disco. And they said, "Whoa, wait a minute, we might have something here." They started opening up all these record labels and signing all these artists and paying them, you know, pennies on a dollar. And you know. And then now that's the thing, whereas, you know, you've been a lawyer, you can be, hire somebody and say, hey, my lawyer says X, Y, and Z, or my lawyer does X, Y, and Z. So, um, you know, I can't get really mad, too mad at people to see opportunity in it. But right. at the same time, um, Charlemagne uh, is a great interviewer because he, I saw that setup coming a mile away. It's like, <laughs> what you going to say? Because either A, either A and he and Leo fell for that trap so um, I don't know if you've ever signed anybody and he mentioned DMX I think right before that too and he said mm-hmm. you know DMX it was two people it was DMX and then I forgot his real name and um, Earl. Earl there you mm-hmm. go uh, Earl and Earl <laughs> loves to Earl. you know be quiet and be silent and um, he likes to go fishing and you know think about his problems or whatever and do crack but then DMX that's did DMX. the crack. That's, D- that's DMX. <laughs> what you really want for these niggas? So, you know, <laughs> what, what, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> what you really want for me? Dog. Right. <laughs> that was so a real like dog. Time, Tyrone Biggles. Said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, ma'am, you have a dog in here? <laughs> no, but um. So yeah, what y'all thoughts? What are y'all thoughts? See any thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not too big on old hip hop as far as like knowledge. Um, but I would think if someone was in this business for 30 years, like McCoy was saying, like they've been there from the beginning, you know. Right. Um, but again, it's certain comments like that like, that he made. Um, just to get this clear, I'm, y'all know I'm a little slow. So he does know Dame Dash. He yeah, definitely it's knows a Dame picture Dash. Picture on uh, he, they, Dame Dash. Yes. So why would he say that? Then? He was because a, he's a dick. Like yeah. so, he was a cute. Oh, go ahead. So they had um 
a discussion, a, a small discussion, because he didn't want to talk about the shit, of uh, him being accused of breaking up Rockefeller and being the guy that was in Jay-Z's ear without Dame Dash being in the room. Ah. Um, so then they had this whole discussion about if you were really friends outside of um, this, then this sh- it shouldn't have broken up if y'all was real friends type shit. So he tried to go that angle, um, him being, mm-hmm. um, I want to call him liar, uh, Lior, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so catchy. But um, yeah, so it was just kind of like that that conversation, and Dame kind of went that angle of like, you know, you was you you know, nigga. But after he put the clip up, it was like that, obviously that picture, and you look kind of well, friendly look that way. You look kind of friend, yeah. But he look old now. Um, oh. I'm sure that was probably about fifteen, almost twenty years ago. So damn, that's crazy. But yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just think like. Along the lines of what y'all were saying, like, once you say things like that, like, now you're just using people for what it is. Like, back then, it may have been a different way. It may have been, I want to keep this real gritty, raw-sounding hip-hop, but now it's just like, eh, he's, you know, I'm going to get this rapper, make some money off of him, and then there goes these comments of, you need to clean it up and get your act together because people are realizing that you're a drug addict or whatever, but you've been new. Right. Yeah. Right. So why not help them first? Somebody's, uh, Royce, uh, sorry, we have having a hip hop conversation. I get really, Royce the five nine was like, he heard a lawyer or a say in front of him, but they didn't know he was, he heard it. Um, basically they said that artists are like, uh, horses and they're like, and lawyers and managers they're like jockeys and they just ride every horse until they have nothing left you know after the horses have been racing for years they put them down and move on to the next horse and move on to the next horse so you suck all of this creativity all of this talent out of this artist uh you know you make all of the real money in the background because if you bust down the splits Mm-hmm. You really find out that artists really ain't as popping mm-hmm. as they think they are. And they no, got really 300 not. deals where they're taking pieces of your sneaker. Deal. Well, this used to be different in the 90s. But now, Lior. Yeah. Lior. I was going to say, Dame Dash said that he the one who started the Right. Lior, which is, damn, he is a culture watcher. He started the 360 <laughs> deal concept of, yo, you, they used to be able to go out. What the record labels got was sales from the album. Mm-hmm. And I could go out and I could get a deal with Sprite, Nike, shit. and that was me. That was all my bag. 360 deal, Leo was like, nah, we made you important enough to get that deal. We want a percentage of that. We want a percentage of the rockerware you got. We want the what the shoe deal, the, the soda deal, the cheese that you got going on, the cereal, the cartoons. Jesus. Like he <laughs> did that. Cereal. And like that changed everything. That changed, you know, that made a lot of artists way poor, way, way worse off. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like But all right, I don't know if we can no, get no, into no. this argument. But did you think that helped the music industry a little bit? Because music was dying. Music was on the decline. Artists were making money. So say, for instance, you're, you're not necessarily the artist, but say, for instance, you work at 300, and your job is to uh, do you know sales for the album. So you call up these different record companies. You call up these different places and say, hey, such and such, um, uh, what's the dude's name? Um, say, hey, what's up? Hello. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap was on 300. And, you know, hey, Fetty Wap got this new album. We want you to put this in your store. You know, buy 30,000 copies of X, Y, and Z. And they were like, no, 30,000. Who's fuck is Fetty Wap? What the fuck is that? Right. And then, you know, now all of a sudden Fetty Wap is getting hot, whatever, but you're not making any money. So they're going on the back end, it was helping out. I, I disagree. If I'm an artist, I, mean, I agree with you. I mean, if I'm an artist, I'm going to lose that money. But I think in the end, it kind of helped the industry boom up a little bit because 
Now I think the industry is on the decline because they're trying to figure out streaming. They don't know what's going on. But I, I agree. I, I agree. Think it's, but I think it's a this change of an era, kind of like any other era. Like you got the mm-hmm. rock and roll, then you got the disco. Disco came in, and I, not that I love hearing it, but it's that's probably one of the most prevalent ones that I heard mm-hmm. hear people say disco was dying. Disco was dying when you watch when disco died. When disco died. When disco yeah, died. Yeah. You hear that a lot. So yeah. I think a lot of stuff people had to figure out like what's the hottest new thing, and then when you add te- add technology to it, yeah. that takes it to a whole another level versus whatever um, was done in the past. But as far as um, I'm just gonna call him liar again, Leon, <laughs> um, I think too. I think you can be concerned with making sure things stay gritty and make sure things stay hip hop and be a culture vulture because whatever's making you money, money you want it to be as whatever it is as possible to continue on to be what it is so i can be like i care about this so much but i can care about it to make my money off of it like and then i mean as far as it being gritty and raw i don't know if he meant like just straight hip-hop which is cool but if you want like gritty raw killing a motherfucker that also feeds the back end of you know imprisonment and things like that to help you know other motherfuckers on the back end like oh shit like you got what's his name i mean granted people do what they do that's their problem the bobby Schmurder and yeah. the other nigga down in florida so and then you know you got people in his ear like maybe you should leave the city <laughs> and be like oh, I'm good like motherfuckers don't listen that's not your problem but still right. but I think it everything kind of plays it takes a toll but I think like you can care about something and be like I've been watching American Greed a lot so <laughs> you definitely I mean in the society we live in like you said earlier and it's a capitalist society yeah, yeah exactly so I mean so then what really is a culture I don't know it's, it, it, you, because when you think about it what is Kashi. like $30, you're but. selling something that's intangible you're selling music tangible things the CD or whatever you're selling something intangible so it's kind of like how do I make money off this and I'm gonna figure out some type of way to make money I got to I got to I'm gonna eat that's what this, I'm in the but music I think, business I think it's everything struggling now because of yeah. technology see, you got the internet them trying to figure out how to charge with that and then you got what is the, stream? the city the city the government as far as taxes like everything's changing so it's like we in this we're literally in this whole new era of how does everybody make money not even the music thing so I can see where you know if I'm distributing shit like you know I want my, my cake and I want to eat it too but it's like just like we said, so everything gotta die. So the fuck, and I even she remember did. they a lot of motherfuckers said they ain't even fuck with Barry Gordy like that. A lot of people said I ain't never even met the nigga, and I heard his <laughs> a lot of the yeah, dude. Yeah, he was yeah. Um, Eddie Kendricks, from what I saw or heard, he said he never, never really knew him. Like he never See, met him. Wait, you telling me that that scene in Temptations where they go in and do the little uh. The little the audition ain't real. I mean, a, a lot of that movie they said was fabricated, but because a lot of oh, people was pissed off nah, about that, and they mo. said like Otis didn't tell his real story movie for what. <laughs> um, but it's a story. good movie though, but or you know, a little com- a little series. But um, if you watch his unsung, you know, he was saying like I never really, and he's dead, but they had little clips of him back in the day. Like he never, or I think his voiceover, like I never really knew him like that and then like a lot of people said that yeah. they signed really bad deals with motown like i mm-hmm. think david ruffin was tied to them for years or like um that's why i was her, her name um mary wells mary yeah mary, yeah, mary wells because mary wilson was the one in the um supremes she was the first like big act of them and then like i guess she didn't like something about her contract and then she tried to leave and then they tried to strip her of all this stuff. And then she went to another label like Fox or some shit. And, you know, when you think you up here, you go to the next label and your shit don't sell. Then after that, she right. just shit didn't work out. Right. And then, like, she ended up dying of cancer, like, 50-something in the 90s. But still, it was like, you know, then you got the TLC shit. She, I think a right. lot of people had that Pebbles. problem. Or you can't have their name. You, nope, that's my name. So I think a lot of people had that issue, too. But, 
you know, a lot of people even said that, unfortunately, about Motown. Like, yeah. Little stories. If, if you really want to know, um, learn some more about the I got an opportunity to take a course on ed, edx.org. Um, introduction to music business and the uh, teacher of the class he was a uh, he's a vocalist for cameo and he turned into an uh, entertainment lawyer and he broke down what, what uh, Reese was saying about he said Barry Gordy they said Barry Gordy did do some bad deals but because the industry was such in its infancy stages he had to base it off of other executives that were doing the same thing so he thought mm-hmm. that that was a normal deal mm. but you know you figure now looking back it's kind of like Ooh. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I recommend it if you really want to learn about the industry and different contracts and three sixty deals and stuff like that. I really, if that course come back again, I really would recommend taking it. It's really good. I learned a lot. Who said, "Damn, I feel like I was lied to." He's still stuck on the temptation. Like, damn, not my, not my man. It's not Gordy. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of people said, but he did write a lot of hits and stuff like that. But, but him and Smokey. Just to Mm -hmm. to defend him real quick, he said he had to base it off of the. Off of the white man, <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I'm, what I'm saying that's so that's if he, true. Though. I went you, to the white man, you would have. You got to keep up, and then yeah. low key, probably a big portion of why Detroit fell. But yeah, because people like I'm not, not to get more, but think about it like more time more you, you, you temptations, and we like yo, you you sold a record. I'm gonna give you a Cadillac. Niggas had Cadillacs back then. That's how they got paid sometimes back in the day. That's as opposed to but even shit. even if you watch like uh, I was watching, I think when Diana Ross got whatever the VMA music whatever award she got. So I just I think I watched it on YouTube because I missed it because they said it was really good. So then you know how you just keep watching it and the next um, shit video start. So it was like her E True Hollywood story, and I'm like, oh, let me watch this shit because I just felt like I didn't know nothing about her really besides she was Diana Ross. So like it was an interesting story just about how like she. I think at one point she did fuck with Eddie Kendricks, and then um, because then his unsung his his wife his widow was just kind of like, yep, mm-hmm. she came knocking on my uh, mm-hmm. it well first of all it wasn't my house it was one of our properties, mm-hmm. she came banging on it but I'm gonna leave it right there I'm like I got some tea leave back in the day right there but um anyway so then she whatever it was she starts talking to um Barry Gordy and then they were saying like they were messing around and then when she married Tracy Ellis uh, Ross's dad um the first daughter Rhonda was born but she looked like. She clearly looks like Barry Gordy. She don't look like Tracy enough. Mm. So I, it was like in the ni- early nineties when she was on Oprah. She was like, "Oh yeah, she's probably like twenty. Oh yeah, Rhonda's Barry's daughter, not whatever his name is." And everybody like, what? but um, she was just saying how, uh, or the story I was saying was saying how like she was married to the new dude, but Barry controlled a lot of shit. And it was like, dude, often felt like it was a three person marriage because he still controlled everything and then when she, when Motown started to fall in the late early 80s and she was kind of talking about how and it reminded me of people these days she was saying how she didn't know where none of her cars came from she didn't know she didn't know where none of her bank accounts was everything was controlled by him and it was like I had to get control of my life because everything was handled but if you think about like the Suge Knight shit and I think Snoop Dogg and Daz and then was like he would give us all and corrupt he would give these these cars and shit it would still be in his name but we didn't never know where none of this shit came from. And then when the shit failed, motherfuckers come to get our shit. Like, this mm-hmm. my shit. And it's like, no, it's in Suge Knight's name. So get out. <laughs> so it's like, but it, so if you think about it, a lot of this shit's been going on for years. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think we're in the era of like the chance to rappers and the internet and the streaming is going to really, or is really people. changing. And the people is, is changing people. the whole identity of the game. And just like we say, one thing start, one thing come to an end. So mm-hmm. curious to see. My little streaming Curious stuff. Curious to see how they. Uh, <laughs> I got the young apples. So I started a streaming service. 15 for the family plan. You said $100 a month. No, I'm saying I, I made $5 from them. I put, a, put like a couple of beats online and I made like $5. Hey, that's what I like I, to hear. I, I have no idea. Gangsta. I don't know how I got it. I don't know how that works. Through the, the grace of God. Through the grace of God. Right. Through the grace of God. But yeah, interesting topic. I just wanted to. 
That was a good one. Kind of talk about that to see where things were going. Um, my weekly revelation. I'll kind of make this quick because I know we kind of touched on on the touched on on the radio show, but I don't mm. think anybody watched it. So I watched. Mm-hmm. I was getting my nails done yesterday. I was like, let me watch this. Um, the Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin um documentary. I thought it was just gonna be one thing, but it's like different episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, six, right? Yeah, and you know, a lot of people when the first the idea of it coming out, people was a lot of people that I told or talked to about it was kind of that we know what happened. Or a lot of people, I don't want to hear about it. It's too sad. So I was like, let me just see what it's about. Because I didn't feel that way. I just forgot to watch it. And I, you know, I like the idea that, you know, we know what happened, but they kind of started from the beginning, like why he was with his dad and what happened. And I feel like they were very honest because I think um, his mom, Sabrina Fulton, was like, um, he's a good kid, whatever. But I think he, you know, was at that teenage. He got in trouble at school and like um, he was suspended for two weeks. So I think he had an empty bag, but they claim marijuana or something that was in it but she was just kind of like you know i feel like they could have handled that a different way but right. whatever and my thing is just to kind of stop there like you know we in the era just generally know it the era don't matter kids do stuff and kids get in trouble so i right. think when i look at even back then when it happened how they just try to like make people look like monsters and shit like yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know they're kids shit happens but she was just kind of like whatever he got suspended for two weeks which is a very long time i don't think i heard anybody get suspended that long and um right, and she was like you know and this is what was interesting to me because you hear the media oh yeah parents don't watch him whatever she was like we always knew where he was at all times she said because when he was suspended the first week he was with my mom and his grandma was on there talking about how he was mowing the lawn and he was just like you know grandma i'm just trying to work through everything whatever whatever and she was like that was the last time i talked to him and then mm. she was like after that you know i forget his mom said she had to do something or she had to work so she was like you know i couldn't watch him so the dad was like so i was going up to central florida to visit my girlfriend so i was like you know i maybe i feel like maybe he needed to get away so he went up there and then that's when all that happened. And then his girlfriend or fiance now I, it was kind of sad because she was crying. Like, you know, when I send my kids somewhere, I expect them to watch them and make sure they're good. And she said, I felt like I didn't watch Trayvon, you know, like he was supposed to be watched. And then it was just interesting. They kind of was talking about how that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they um obviously got into what happened. And then just, you know, being in that moment where like, is that your son? Like, that better not be my boy. So it was just interesting to kind of see it. And I know I talked about the... The other one on um, Stars, Stranger Fruit about Mike Brown. Like, that was another one that was interesting, too. So, and I just, my my revelation about this is, like, this is going to go down as, like, a Emmett Till type thing where yeah. we watch, you know, Eye on the Prize and different things from back then. And just you go to the museum, you see different right. types of uh, things. And just to see, like, and I say that because I think I realize, like, people go back to who was the officer at the time. And it'll say former officer you know this was what six years ago now so it's like it's like wow like this is some shit that i was a part of in history not that it's a good thing but just we already talked about it being in the history books and Mm -hmm. shit like that so i just thought that like you know we get tired of hearing the story we get tired of hearing it but i think once you feel it with the parents actually talking about it it was really good to see um i was at the nail salon like damn this it (laughs) yeah i think we can i think uh, to your point i think when we get older a lot older and we tell our kids or even grandkids about you know our history trayvon martin is would be one of the uh you know kind of milestones in our history that we would have to say because of unfortunately because of his death he's a martyr for black lives matter and you know and Mm -hmm. you know actually paying attention to young black lives so yeah you're absolutely right i think right like you said because we're in it now mm-hmm. uh it's kind of difficult for us to even 
kind of fathom like it, yeah. like you said it's in the textbooks like we're not in school anymore but yeah. i can imagine you know a young kid or somebody in high school reading about trayvon martin and you know right. and they were young they were so young that they didn't even know what was going on and right it's kind of like the little not the same at all but just the trace and her thing we're like mm, yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah we were in school young yeah. back then and now it's like yeah part of history right but um we had class that day because my little brothers they're gonna you know they're still young but mm-hmm. eventually right. when they get to middle school or high school yeah they're gonna be like did you know about this and i'm gonna be like yeah. Yep. Was that summer? <laughs> was King right. even, was King even alive on the Trayvon? Um, I don't think King was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. It. it. Like I said, it, it airs on the Paramount Network, and I think BET. Um, I think it comes on at nine every Monday. I think it is. Um, but I just that's how I watch TV. I just watch it on every app when I get a chance. So check it out. I think um I was listening to somebody that were saying that they got one point two million viewers between Paramount and BT the first wow. day, so mm. it's pretty good. I'm, so. not, I'm not even surprised though. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, executive produ- produced by Sean Carter, aka Jay Z. So um, good series. Um let's jump into dating and relationships. Dating and relationships. <laughs> so I seen this post this morning on Twitter. Y'all know Twitter is my thing. Um Actually, I saw it yesterday. So um, I just wanted to get y'all thoughts. And then I'll read the response that the person who posted it said. Um, But it says, Rodney and Sheila have been married for three years. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. You so petty. (laughs) Rodney has been complaining (laughs) because Sheila never wants to have sex. (laughs) They probably have sex three times a month. Her reason is that she's tired because she works and takes care of the children. So Rodney made a deal with her. He put a jar by the side of the bed. He told Sheila that he'd put $5 in the jar every day that they had sex. Sheila shrugged it off. Five months later was Sheila's birthday. Rodney gave her a birthday card with $115. Mm -hmm. Sheila was pissed as she expected better. Rodney told her that this was all the money from the jar over the past five months and that you get from this marriage what you put into it. (laughs) Was Rodney foul for this? So, like, is that petty or is it not petty? Listen. Come on, Mwanj. Listen. You finna uh, you finna say some shit. No, I mean it may it means a visual representation of how many times y'all had sex. So But I seen a, a general post about that too, like not even with a story behind it. Just mm. I seen it a lot floating around. Just you know, just keep track of how many times y'all have sex and just give her the amount in the jar or whatever for her birthday and then oh, wow. or Valentine's Day. I've seen plenty. Of, it's like now it's a story behind it, but when you put a story behind it, it's kind of interesting because <laughs> you, you add the portion of whatever you put into this marriage is what what you get out of it. So. Right. Oh, we just need to communicate. That's all. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Find time to spice it up. I, I've I've talked to married people and you know they said that you know before. Without the kids, without you know mm-hmm. whatever their, their uh, careers, having sex all the time. As soon as you get married, it's kind of that's kind of on the back burner. But it's and I understand that you have everybody has life going on, but that is a uh, for way for you and your spouse to connect, and that's mm-hmm. a physical way. That you but is he petty? No, I don't think so. I think, I think so. in a way, just uh, keeping track of it, it can it can very well be petty. But I think when you said the part of you know what you put into this marriage is what you get out, I think it was like a. a it, it came to my mind as a moral of the story yeah, type fortune shit. cookie type shit yeah right but i think that you know in a way it is kind of petty but i think i don't know like i said we just need to communicate it would be petty if he'd done it if he'd done it and didn't tell her 
And then gave her the $150. Like, well, this is how many times we done had sex. He told her. And she kind of shrugged it off. She didn't think it was serious. I think it's petty. It would have been petty if he But I think, but still, it. though, he did He didn't tell her what it was. He just was doing it. And then he. He said it. No, he told her. He told her that. What? He told her that he put $5 in the jar every day that they did have sex. But he didn't tell her what it was for, did he? No. No, he didn't tell her what it was for. So he's just saying he was doing it. He didn't didn't give her the moral of the story right there. Oh, got you, got you, got you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So that kind of that kind of makes it petty. But like I can see what he means. But my thing is, we just need to communicate. Like I mean, granted, they could have tried communication, but if we didn't, then I don't know, bro. Like yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably like you said. That's a that's a lesson I have too. Communication. Hey, I feel like she did communicate. She said that she's tired from not even taking care of the kids and working but, right, but communication goes further than i'm just tired is okay what can we do to exactly like, what, say, how we, we go around this? it because i'm that's granted, on, you, maybe that's you on take... him too though like why well, wouldn't you like try to help with the kids or something what's what i'm saying both of them are like that's what i'm saying they both need to communicate but like i said he is petty in a roundabout way but generally they both need to communicate to figure mm-hmm. out what they need to do to it, make their sex life better. something worked uh, they did she was having sex somehow some way so i don't know but maybe not <laughs> he <enough>. said something i <laughs> mean you do the math the kids pack yeah, 115 dollars so. five dollars a day divided by five or five dollars a time so yeah i mean what they what had sex how many times 115 divided by five i'll let y'all do that but um 23 times 23 times in the course of five months <laughs> it's a very good number yeah. damn that's not even a month of sex yeah, yeah. what do you think mccoy they just need to communicate both of them yeah i said the same thing like i think it was it was petty on his part to do the okay well, funny but smart very funny but petty nonetheless yeah however um when she did you know bring that to him like you know i'm tired you know whatever whoopty woo you know, he could have. That was his opportunity to be like, okay, he should have said at that very moment, What can I do to help, you know, release some distress so we can get it popping? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, it was petty of him. It's, I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I see both sides. Like, I'm right down the middle. Like, yeah, I agree. She, you know what I'm saying? Like, if she's tired and, you know, she's taking care of the kids and everything, like, I mean, you know, but at the same time, he did mention to her. So it's like, the communication needs to be it needs to go further That's it seemed like it, it's mm-hmm. it would happen and then it stopped you know what i mean like it happened and yeah. it stopped and i think you know you're gonna foster a good relationship communication should be 100 percent constant yeah because mm-hmm. people grow something happens something change you go i go exactly. to work today and i come back and uh, there's a whole new whole new yeah. event that happened and now my you know something's flipped up here so whatever we talked about yesterday might be different you need yeah. to be communicating if, with your partner daily on some shit you know what i'm saying and if we're married like marriage from my i'm not married but my understanding is work like yeah it's not necessarily oh, yeah. a bad thing but you, oh yeah you're gonna have to, in general is like yeah generally but if you marry like and you got kids and a whole family right like, it's you took yeah, that vow to god like it's work yeah so like i can see you know we all get tired everybody's tired especially when you're dealing with kids like we tired but generally like we said you know he's trying to get something out of it which is the sex like like you said that's his point to say what can i do but yeah generally like we both need to communicate on like when's a good time you need a little nap like can i rub your shoulders that may lead to something like (laughs) (laughs) maybe i I think i'm not it's not petty because i think i'll do some shit like that can i can i I put the baby i think it's funny i think it's funny in a way like i I don't know i think i'd have been like nigga what the fuck (laughs) hoping or understanding that you got me something else but it would have been like a funny like little thing to do but moral of the story is to me we just have to both communicate totally Mm, because yeah there's nothing that I'm gonna we're gonna get out of. I'm tired. Okay, I'm gonna put five dollars in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Like, Where you going with this? You like, t- she going to be like, mm. You cheating on me. Yeah, you got a whole sidecar. Oh, God. Putting money in the mattress. Last what you think? You say this. Last you didn't say nothing. You said money in the mattress. It's a no for me. Like, what's a no? The whole situation. Like, I feel like that's petty. Like, I don't I don't know. For me, I'm just I'm not gonna assume that there was no communication, but like I don't know. That's just petty to me, especially if you didn't offer to help in another way. Like so you decide to I my thing is whatever about the gift. Whatever. But if we're not working towards something different, right. like how you suggested with the with the suggestions, then you're not really helping the situation either by saying five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. Like, right, right. First of all, we could have saved that money and did something else with it. Like, right. give me this I mean, money for what? But they did save it. Yeah, it, 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 it. I just gave it to you. Right, you do you do <laughs> we didn't do nothing with it yet. Get some groceries for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get them for you. Go order them an app. I go pick it up. We working together. See, Um, I don't know. I think honestly, I would just be pissed. I would be like, "Mm, "You think you're funny?" Uh, And then I'm moving out because I'm moving out. You put another five dollars. So extreme. She. I I just think it depends on like how it's presented at that moment. Like if it's like a here you go. You, you didn't we didn't fuck so here you go 115 uh, go get you some victoria's secret and a bra or get something for the kids like you always do uh, your petty yeah. ass always tired ass who fuck you talking to nigga fuck you like you trash anyway i'm hoping that you know they have but, like a humorous relationship that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying if but if it's like that then that's my issue but if it's like in a joking manner but granted we do i don't know i, I wouldn't get, find it we, funny regardless like me personally. i don't know i like to I have wouldn't. fun so i i think that'll be just like It'll be petty, but it'll be like a funny petty. Like, oh, nigga, you was counting. Like, <laughs> yeah, and your ass ain't good on the night either. Right. <laughs> Damn. I was going to say, probably no birthday smashing going on. So you want to get in that bed, touch that bed, put that thing Not in anymore. Me. Right. right. <laughs> she, was, she was ready that night. She was like, you know what? Tonight's the night. I need it for me. He needs it for him. He's like, ah, not with this gift. All right. $15. I guess. That's 23 times. It's um, <laughs> a joy year. That's a good, no. very good year. <laughs> so on the on the line of dating relationships, not quite a month. I wanted to talk about uh, not quite a month. I want to talk about uh, love is. Um, so on the last episode of Love Is, and for those who oh, haven't seen it, cute. it's um, it's on own and um, it's loosely based off of or inspired by Mariah Brock Akil and Salima Akil. Ma, Ma, how I say yeah? Mara. 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 Yeah, I said Mariah. I said Mariah. Oh, uh, did I say Mariah? Mariah? It's not like you said Mariah. 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 Okay, Mariah. Mariah. Okay, got it. Mariah. Mariah Brockakil and Salima Kills relationship. So in this last episode, you know, they're deeply in love, you know, what have you. And Valentine's Day come up. And Salim, not Salim, I'm sorry, Yasir. Was saying, um, hey, uh, I don't celebrate. So no, I'm Nuri's mom comes over and he meets uh, Nuri's mom for the first time. And Nuri's mom is like, oh, so what y'all doing for Valentine's Day, or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, this nigga, this nigga smooth as fuck. He just put his legs. He's up. so smooth. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't celebrate. Uh, 
what would you say? What type of holidays? He's like, I don't, I don't celebrate Hallmark that. holidays. Hallmark holidays or something like that. And she's like, oh, well, still Nuri does. And he's like, mom, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. And, and, and basically what I'm trying to get at is when you're in a relationship with someone, do you take on basically their values? In this case, Nuri didn't want to celebrate Valentine's Day because Yasir didn't. So do you think that when someone is like pretty adamant about not celebrating, say, for instance, Christmas or what have you, um, Will you take on their point of view as well? Or would you kind of be like, you know what, maybe this might not be the one for me? I had this conversation with somebody because they're like, well, you know, I like that she stood up in front of her parents and her mom and, you know, auntie. And then when they came over and was like, yeah, you know, I'm not celebrating and this and that. I'm like, yeah, but that's not what she really wanted. Like, no, this it wasn't. Just, this wasn't what she wanted. So regardless of if she stood up in front of them, she was lying to herself any damn way. So. <laughs> What's the grandma? What's the grandma name from... Uh... She was the security guard on um, oh, yeah. Marlon, uh, Marlon. No, she was Craig Mom on Friday. Yeah, uh-huh. Craig Mom. I can't think of her name. But she's like, thank God. I was like, hey, let's go. <laughs> I was ready. I was like, hey. But then the other lady was. um, oh, you, She played on some movies too. She was Maya's mom on uh, Girlfriend. Yes. Yes, she was. That's why I was trying to figure out what she was. She got the same little cut. Same yeah. little color. Right. She, she, got a, she still got the same 32 in her head. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who? Roger, please. She played Maya's mom on Girlfriend. On Girlfriend. She played. real shortcut hair. Yeah. Um. Little tennis ball here. She looked the same. <laughs> yeah. You can you see her picture? I I know who she is. Okay, okay, okay. I know, okay. I know who yeah, you're talking about. But, okay. Um I don't I don't know. I think if that's not how I felt, I would have said it. Cause I I do feel like a lot of hit it just like the end of it when his friend had to like check him. Yeah. Cause first, I didn't, first okay. First of all, I, yeah, I'm just gonna go back home. Oh, Valentine's Day, you're going to be with your old bitch? Like, come on, fam. This like, is roommate fam. No, oh, fam. Oh, my God. No. You wanted them too. All no, right. fam. All that, right. That just, it, just, it just don't. First of all, it don't look right. And it just, even Ruby was like, I'm confused. Like, now you're opening up a whole nother can of bullshit with her when you could just be here with you me. You know what it is? I like, told you. you okay, my thing ahead. is, you didn't even have to. No, fam. You didn't oh, even have to act like it's that day. Just to be here. Like, I know you don't want to be with your family and everything. I'm going to Fam, go she said, leave. I'm just going to have the singles day with my mom and But she didn't really want to. That's my point. Like, <laughs> he asked. Oh, McCoy, <laughs> when niggas ask and women don't say what they want, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, come hey on, man, yeah. hey man, hey man. You just stumped. Oh, because hey, I feel look, like look, 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 I feel look. like she tried to. That's my point. I feel like a lot of his mm. his ideologies and things that he believed in, she like she kind of really didn't agree with it, and I feel like right. they didn't really know each other like that that's to that point. Too. So I think a lot of it was kind of like, oh, okay. Well, they really didn't get a chance to talk about it. And then it was just, it was convenient because, oh, yeah, me and my mom and my grandma and my aunt, we're always together on right. this day anyway. So I'm just he gonna... asked, though. He said, he sat there and said, he, Mary, what he, do you want to do? But I feel like, in he a, asked, though. But in a, it, once, you, once you watch the show, you kind of get to know the characters. I feel like in a roundabout way, he kind of, I don't want to say pushes how he feels, but he's, he's very strong. And mm-hmm. I'm not knocking it. He's very strong in who he is and what he likes. Granted, he got other problems. <laughs> but i feel like that i don't know i just feel like that plays a big part of it too even when she's at work and remember when everybody was clowning like oh yeah he ain't, he ain't getting you nothing like you know she's like, oh my god i got this car and she kind of at work like i want to ask you i want to ask them martin i want this You're right no we talked about this i feel like it was kind of materialistic type right i feel like he kind of pushed that like you know use that against her in a way and i didn't that part i really didn't like i'm just kind of like be honest about what you want, but some of it to me, he did kind of like nudge her a little bit into it. Like, oh, I'm going so, to be at home. What's your ass? Wait, so wait. Roommate. Like, shut your ass up. So wait, so wait. I don't really know the show, but mm-hmm. he spent, ended up spending Valentine's Day with his roommate, which is also so his girlfriend. Yeah, seriously. That's broke. 
technically Listen, no. Yeah, Sears broke. Just it's a big part of the show. And you know, he was he moved down from Oakland to LA with his ex, Ruby. They she's with him, but then they, him and Nuri meet and fall in love, whatever. And so now he's spending a lot of time at Nuri's house. Nuri's where she's a writer. She got her own home. Just bought the home little Jeep. Mm-hmm. She kind of got it together. Furnishing it and yeah, everything. Now, right. and did their relationship break up the other one? Or was he already done with old girl? Well, <laughs> it's very up to you to decide. But according to them, it's one of those things where they were already kind of falling apart. And because... Remind me of Ackerman a little bit. Because mm-hmm. she didn't really believe in his... He was like the nigga that just kept going right. And she's like, you need to get a job. You need to get a job. And then when he <sighs> met Nuri, she was speaking this beauty. Like, oh, yeah, maybe I can hook you up with some of my people. And yeah. I love to read your scripts. Just kind of putting that hope into him. It was just like that new woman, but she gave me a breath of fresh air thing. It was that type of thing. So, like, now it's like... You know, he was already telling, and he was kind of open, like, you know, I'm talking to somebody else, and she's, I feel like she did have a little hope, like, you know, you can sleep on the couch, no strings attached, whatever. You gave him six weeks. You got six weeks yeah. to stay here. But, okay, but you were just going to say, so at this point, at this point, <laughs> that nigga come Valentine's, back. oh, here we go, Valentine's Day come, so, and then her, her, Nori's mom is at her house, and she's like, oh, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? And then you tell Lassie right here, oh, I don't, I don't do Hallmark holidays. I don't celebrate none of that. And then I'm like, Lassie, you okay with that? And she's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> she ain't got no idea and shit. So then, like, her mom spends a little bit of time me talking to this little because he was a little very debonair in that moment, you know, very hard and firm. Mom leave and uh, he put his little satchel on. Yeah, I'm going back home. And he, but he been spending a lot of his time there. So now on this day, you going home? So she was like, with your ex. My roommate, Nori, we talked about this. Like, no, nah, fam, no. Nah. So then he goes there and confuses the fuck out of the ex. They get into this little heated oh argument. Oh my god, really? I'm just helping out a friend. God. <laughs> Another part of the backstory: she, 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 um, she came down. She's from her family's from, I, I believe, Africa. We're gonna say Africa. Um, Who, so, Nori or Ruby? Uh, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> okay. So she came there because. Okay. She came because she wanted to start her own yoga studio. And because she's a black woman, very curvy, she ended up getting liposuction. And Yasir didn't know about that. So when he came and saw her, like, oh, what the fuck is going on? He's like, I had to get liposuction. So he kind of helped her out, never had sex with her, bathed her. She bathed her. Bathed her. But she threw that thing at him, though. She tried to throw the thing at him. And he said, (laughs) You got to watch your show. I don't want to get into this. I don't want to sway your judgment of him. But it's spoiled because he bathed her. But when you watch it, because at first, I, it, but it wasn't Valentine's Day. He told about episodes ago. Different. It's, it's bad backstory. This is, this, okay. She all healed up at this point because yeah. he came home and was like, see, he healed. Mm. He was sounding like Ralph Andrew a little bit. But <laughs> I see him doing a voice. Like, right. <laughs> he ain't that deep because Ralph Andrew got to turn the TV. He's like, took my daddy land. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a water fan. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> no. <laughs> it anyway, sound different on girl's just trip. Just watch it. I don't want to. <laughs> right. I just feel, right. He, he let loose. Um, but I just. I just think that, like what I said, I feel like, you know, say what you want. Like, don't, I agree. She need to be like, I don't agree with that. First of all, I feel like they didn't really know each other. So she didn't even know that. And number two, like, just some type of way he kind of pushed that on her. Just because his, I'm not saying it's wrong, but because his personality is so strong and they kind of getting used to leveling the shit out. It was just kind of one of them things where she's like, oh. Nigga, are you celebrating Christmas or not? He gonna say, he gonna say, no. <laughs> but back to the original question. Um, like I said, uh, I, for me, I'm just gonna. Well, let the ten- other people answer. Oh yeah, go yeah, go for it, yeah, go for it. So again. question is, uh, <laughs> would you stop celebrating certain holidays or any certain events because your significant other or sick fig doesn't? 
Shit. It's a no for me. Okay. No. There no. Okay. No. Now I can I will say if you know, let's just say I celebrate Easter and I go to church every Sunday or every Easter Sunday. And McCoy's like, ah, I'm not going to church with you. Okay, cool. But I'm not gonna diminish Easter all right. the way just because he doesn't want to go to church. Right. I mean, for all that, don't eat my Easter food then. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Food I'm just is kidding. A... <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, no, I'm not I'm not canceling no holidays. It's funny because when I when we started talking, <laughs> he didn't even celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, not to say that I'm big on Valentine's Day. I'm not like I want a bear, I want flowers, I want mm. chocolate, I want a date. I'm not like that. Um, but yeah, I would like something small, a card and some chocolate, something. Cause what did I, what do you remember what I got you for Valentine's Day? Uh, dun, dun, dun. I, not, dun, off the top, dun, not off the top of my head. It was a card and I think some like organic gummy bears or something. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, it was organic gummy bears. Cause I like gummy bears. Um, and well, my thing about the, uh, the holiday thing too is, um, I guess, like we, like she said, when we started dating, I wasn't really feeling the idea of Valentine's Day because I just want to give some backstory to this. I always felt like, as a significant other, you should try to like treat your person like every day of Valentine's. Right, you right, shouldn't right. wait oh, for. I don't give us that cliche. Right. No, 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 no. That's, I'm, that's a serious. That's a serious. Please, but me. that is cliche. Right. That's like so this a woman versus man. Thing. No, no. But that no, happens. I what you're saying. But that happens every holiday. Yeah. I, you should treat your mother great every day, not just right. on Mother's Day. You should but treat your... It's not... I, I don't think that... My thing is, it's not that I don't treat my mom great every day. It's not that I don't love my significant other any other day. It's just like, to me, not that you have to display stuff, but that's the day that people display their love for these people or whatever. Like, not saying that people have to. Because you don't. I mm-hmm. can display my love for somebody anytime I want. But it's a national holiday. Like they, they mark prices up for, you know, the teddy bear used to be a dollar. All, now it's like five. I don't get Valentine's Day candy until after Valentine's Day because oh, yeah, it's 50% go. off. <laughs> so go. let's go there. That works then. That works. But you still want, y'all, you know, you still want it, something. I'm saying, day. yeah, but it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like I didn't tell him, like, I don't care that you don't celebrate it. I want to go to dinner. I want this. I want a whole day planned. I, I didn't say nothing like that. What, so what about compromise then? Let's say, for instance, we'll go back to the Christmas thing. Say, for instance, you grew up without a tree. Your family didn't believe in trees, but you know your family did. And maybe your family just did a nativity scene, whatever. And, you know, you you match, you match each other together. And now it's Christmas time. And it's like, hey, you know, I don't do Christmas trees. I don't want to get a Christmas tree. Is that something that you could flex with? Or is that something that... You know, y'all still celebrate the day, but you just celebrate it a little differently. For me, for me, it's it, everything is about this. What's your reason? Just you. <laughs> shout out to the fire trucks of the world, mm-hmm. saving, putting out fires. Um, for me, everything is this. What is your reasoning? How strong are you against that? Mm-hmm. I was never really super strong against that. I, do I think Valentine's Day got some quirks about it? It's like, ah, I see what you're trying to do there. But I'm not, if my girl wants to feel special, I'm not against giving her that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like i'm not gonna be like Ugh, you know what i mean right if if it's a christmas thing if it's an easter thing what what's the reason behind me not or her not want to do it and how like, how strong are we in this is this a religious thing is this is something that like gonna 
You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like the episode of Sister Sister where Jordan didn't like going to church and shit because his, his mama had left off with the pastor and left him oh, and shit. God, so yeah. she was like, Jordan, why won't you go to church? You say little scene where like she left me, man. Mm. Like, Shut your ass up. <laughs> what? Joined the choir. Sick. Yeah, he joined the choir. That episode. That I, don't remember, I, don't, I don't remember that one. Uh um, yeah no I think he just showed up you know that little scene where he show up at church and shit just oh, sit down the camera fan over there <laughs> right well, you just see that that's funny one J funny he said sister sister yeah it was episode where to do huh. Jordan he didn't he didn't, never went to church or he didn't want to go. I think it was Easter one of them damn holidays and he just mm-hmm. didn't want to go and she's like but why and he was like I don't believe in that fake stuff or whatever and I guess I think the pastor left off with his mom or some shit mm. or some shit like that I forgot yeah but, I know that might scar you though I'm just gonna yeah I know it something will. that happened I know that something that it will happened. but Damn it. Like Tell me shit. You, the game. <laughs> right, exactly. you crying for at the five dollars every time you go to church. <laughs> they, when I go to church, they put it in the collection plate. I'm gonna say that money. I still look at my dad like <laughs> 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 that dollar every Sunday. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> oh, funny. Anything else on that, y'all? No, I think that's it. Check out Love Is. It's a great show. Um, you know, it's a great. I don't know how many more episodes there are, but they they got what, approved for season two. They got move uh, mm-hmm. approved for season two. And uh, real quick, I know it's not a pamphlet, but what do y'all think about uh, Insecure not having Lawrence on the next season? Bullshit. Oh, I was gonna add that in. Um, I, I'm okay with it. You know what I like? Yeah, I think I might be okay with it too. I like the I way that okay she took it. ownership of her show. I think a lot of times, you know, not to say that it matters, but in this era, we get, especially with social media, we get so caught up on what other people think and what people say. And I'm not in anybody's writer writer's room, but I think she made it realistic. Like, you know, if I'm not, if we stopped talking and we end up on a good note. Well, she could have flipped it in, you know, seen him at the coffee shop the next day, or it could have been like realistic where I don't see you for a long ass time. You know, he may right. pop up the following season, but I think I'm, I'm glad that she stood on what the fuck she wanted to do and and, and that was that like yeah, yeah I agree. Is, so. yeah if there's a there's season no, oh go ahead i was gonna say there's no need for him yeah at this point yeah i i agree but i i feel like if he she doesn't a season maybe with him just maybe just him or maybe a mess with them together i i can understand it so it's funny because i don't um i i see like the the uh pamphlets of you know insecure and you know it's uh molly and uh isa but and I don't even see uh, Jay Ellis even talking about it that much. I mean, he talks about, you know, the previous episodes that he's been on, but he doesn't talk about the new season. He does support it, but um, he's been real quiet about his role in the season. So Maybe he don't want to give too much away. Maybe we, maybe. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe maybe it he is. might come back up. Yeah, it's not, maybe too. it's not definite that he's not, you know, on the show anymore. And mm. a lot of the fans that are mad, they're like, I'm not watching anymore. I'm like, <laughs> you're crazy. Sign a petition, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but check that out too. That's coming in August thirteenth. Uh, thirteenth, okay. Yeah, and love is too. Once again, come out every Tuesday. I think at eight o'clock or nine, not nine o'clock, eight or nine. I think one of the time. I think it's so. nine. Yeah, so check it out. It's a great show. Great show. Um, I think I'm gonna make this one quick. So I'm gonna pick this little goofy one. Mm. Time for my nine. I am recently single. I went on my first date in a couple of years. It was interesting. He started inhaling my hair, hmm? like sniffing it and breathing <laughs> and breathing it in when I thought when I thought which I thought was interesting, but okay. Then when in the theater, when I was leaning my head on his shoulder, he was fondling my ears and stuck his finger in my ear a few Whoa. times. Not all the way in, in obviously, but definitely in. Is this a new thing? Why would he do that? Sicko mode. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, is there something that you do that's oh. weird? That other people may think like, what the fuck, or like, is there something that happened to you on a date where somebody did some weird shit and you was like, what the fuck? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Like I'm the dude, who was that on Girlfriends Dude had a foot fetish and shit like that? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a hair sniffer, but I won't go out my way to sniff your hair. Like, if, if you shorter <laughs> than me, <laughs> if you shorter than me and I'm and, and I'm towering over you and I'm looking you at you me, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to sniff your hair. And I'm going to come and say, your hair smells good. But I'm not going to grab <laughs> your hair. Like, get your ass over here. Smell it. That's kind of weird. Hair smells good. They'd be like, nigga, right. So you didn't even smell bonnets and shit. I was say, you're going to be pissed when her hair stinks. Babe, your bonnet. <laughs> Babe, it's time for you to wash your bonnet. Your bonnet. <laughs> your bonnet. Chronicles. Uh, no, no, I, I, I won't go out my way to sniff the hair, no. But if you land on my nap or, you know, you're going to smell. Ladies, one likes like, to sniff I, hair. I, no, I'm not a hair got sniffer. A lot of hair. I'm not a hair sniffer. Uh, you just said. Okay. McCoy, McCoy, let's bounce huh? back. Lassie, let's, let's switch genders here. Because we talking about, never mind. It's, it's me. Right. Um, so great. I lick faces. Ooh, why you look like that? <laughs> I never heard that my before. Hair, God damn it. I yeah, I just get before. close and I'll be like, I'm weird. <laughs> McCoy? One of my favorite pastimes. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> 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 Don't force it. <laughs> so lick you like a Hershey's bar. So, so wait, wait. I just want to make sure I got this All question right. right. Weird shit that we do to the... People that you're dating, dating the, like, the person that you're dating, man, or if you went out, like if you went out, is there something that happened to you that was weird? Where you was like, yeah, no, yeah, did something ha- oh. weird happen to you? Mm-mm. So what you weird? What's weird about you, Nick? I think what isn't weird about me? Like, like, <laughs> like, Everything normal. I just, I just, I like a like lot spanking of spanking with your dress. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I'm, I'm a real, I'm a touchy feely person, so I like. Sniffing, touching, feeling. It's natural. Can I say what's weird? Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> Run it, babe. Ahead, give it to the world. <laughs> this is going to make both of us look bad. Fuck it. Let's do it. As long as we're in this boat together. I love you. I'm done. So, I mean, obviously, we sleep in the same bed together. So, I lay on him sometimes. And, like, it got to the point where I drooled on him once. And I was like, this is disgusting. And he was like, no, I like fluids. <laughs> okay, let me let me wait. Now wait, the wait. Context, please. Context. Wait, no, wait. Okay. I don't. There's no way to. Actually... I was saying there's no way. To explain. <laughs> there's no way to explain <laughs> this. Wait for it. I just think that that's weird. Somebody drool on me. I'm gonna be like, Ew. I'm cool. It's your, it's your it's your spit, so I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, go ahead. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not the same. I do not share that. So, no. <laughs> like, that's funny. All right. Reese, what's, what's... Right. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> okay. I clean niggas' nails. <laughs> <laughs> and I dig in their booties. Whoa, okay. Uh, yeah, shut up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, nasty. um, I got my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got them cut short. So I'm shellac. Your ass, whole shellac and shit. Like anyway, um, shit sliding off your nail. <laughs> not my nail. <laughs> <laughs> And she like digging in your booty, huh? It's a lot of ass. <laughs> her, whole, her whole fist got duty on it. <laughs> she ain't funny. No, no, thank God. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's disgusting. <laughs> so you, you hairy bag, go from the dick to the ass. Anyway, um, That's disgusting. You try um, Great job. Yeah. Good job. I'm a compliment on the joke. I'm set a good joke. Yeah, he got offended. I'm a problem. Anyway. I'm the problem. Lower your shoulders. Right. He said intense. He got, he got the top of the TV and shit. Fucking <laughs> like doing the uh, T-Pain roll and shit. Like. Um... I'm a uh, I'm a big sniffer. Like <laughs> you got on me about sniffer. Chill out. Who did? 
You sniff hair, nigga. You sniff armpits, don't you? No, nigga. I don't be sniffing bitches' hair. Just... Hmm, sporting waves. Like, no, nigga. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like, the fuck? Bitch, take it back to 98. But no, uh, um. Sniff what, though? Box. I just, like, I just like to sniff your face. Like, I'm just a sniffer. You, you know came from the gym and shit. No. Hey, Can I answer okay. my questions? Oh, the fuck no, up? No, sorry, no, but, um. No, I just, it's so funny because I remember, um, I think I used to watch T and Tamara and they used to be so cute. They used to do it to each other and shit. And I was like, oh, because I've never seen anybody sniff and shit. And I think somebody commented like, oh, I miss you guys on TV. No, I was already doing it. I never seen anybody else do it. And they, um, they were just doing it and somebody was like, oh yeah, I miss you guys on TV sniffing. And I was like, huh? And then she was like, oh yeah, I love sniffing my sister. And then I think she, uh, T, I think she did it to Corey on, um. Black love, mm. and then he just accepted it. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm a big sniffer, and Kobe I'm knows. really big on licking faces. I'm really big on licking faces. So that's the thing. Yeah, it's the thing. It's a fun it's thing. A woman thing. I do uh, get somebody to lick your face. I heard face, people bro. say I don't. They don't like it, but then they have to accept it now. So oh, pretty much, pretty much. It's different. First time it happened, uh, it was the bodily fluid that was attached to the tongue. That no, look at that. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm oh. so done. Yikes. My Lion King. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a Lion King. Remember Nala? Remember? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> be quiet. With the little, little curl. In the yeah. I'm done. Obviously. To pinch you again. <laughs> Anyways, the. That's funny though. The scalp licker. I, um, <laughs> I learned some new shit about my co-host today. That's interesting. We learned, we learned that you like to grab bitches by the weave and sniff it. <laughs> and say, bitch, wash your bonnet. The burnt weave. Anyway, um, snatch your wig. Or what? Like, you know what? Like cookies in here. I just seen some bad tracks before. and I, I just, know you yeah, have. I've yeah. seen it with you. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about that, fam. Like, damn. It was a joke. I ain't talking about nothing. No. Either. You wouldn't wow, joke. That's wow. Crazy. That's petty. Yeah, sorry, we said, that's what you said. We set you up, too. Like Charlotte managed it. You can't set me up. We's a uh, weavy wonder. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, I'm done. Anyway, it's even worse. But um, quote of the week. <laughs> I'm not talking about, about somebody else. I'm not talking about nobody either. It's a joke. Uh, you know who went there? Uh, get the drawers out of your ass. <laughs> Lastly, quote of the week. All right. Get the drawers out. That's what I have. Tidy whities. Just kidding. Let me, the Lord. Okay. I'll scratch my ass. Um. <laughs> Damn. So the quote says. Um, it's a tweet that I really like this week. And it says, I stopped. <laughs> Please shut the about. fuck up. Right. I was saying, you know, like, where we used to do this, is that like she really sent for the. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Sorry. All right, quick. I stopped trying to fit into spaces that weren't for me and started creating spaces for myself. A space where I don't need to be accepted, judged, appreciated, or acknowledged, even. Just somewhere where I can exist without influence or requirement or limitation to something specific. That's it. That's it. Michelle like LaVon Robinson. Bye. I see you like digging booty. You're an asshole. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> I said you like digging the booty. I said, I see. That's why you like digging in booty. You said you like digging the booty. See, you oh. like digging in booties because you're an asshole. Nasty. Uh, Nasty. Really? After dark. Sick. <laughs> no. You said I got to know a lot about my clothes. Uh, you look freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I can't buy him one of them. For- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. I got him the blue one. <laughs> yeah, one dark. We all could use a robot. <laughs> Y'all ain't like shit. Oh, to the left. Y'all ain't like shit. <laughs> I like my boss. Call her Lisa. Um, 
<laughs> LeBron. He's a dick. Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> LeBron. Oh, wow. LeBron. Wow. LeBron. Come on. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Say his name. Go ahead. That's how I say his name. Uh, Raymond James. That's how I say his name. Senior. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he would be that cold. No, nah, but um, uh, I just want to get my apartment this week to uh, LeBron James for so all of the stuff. Apartment. Uh, are you finished? I want to get my apartment to LeBron. I think I got a whole motherfucking <laughs> villa. <laughs> <laughs> to you, motherfucker. All right, Juan. They say thank you, sir. Tell your damn story. Yeah, I guess I'll your take apartment it away. to LeBron. Uh, my empowerment. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna send it to you. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like a man. Like a mad math teacher. <laughs> I'm just gonna send it to you. Quiet. So so five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> no, uh, no, for real though. Um, I just, I do want to give him some recognition because um, I know everybody has, but for the fact that you know he did open up a school, um, and a school that not only, <laughs> oh my god, the school that not only helps the students, but uh, give you apartment in LeBron. What? Oh my god. <laughs> Too wild. I don't want this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Savannah like. <laughs> we got, we got why y'all bring the nigga wife into it? Though? We got three kids in one bathroom. <laughs> and oh my be, god! Brody still be peeing on the toilet seat. Like, what the <laughs> oh my god! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Black man recognition, man. Damn. <laughs> We've been giving the recognition for the whole week. <laughs> right. This is cap it off. Go ahead. What's your apartment, apparently. So. Yeah. <laughs> My apartment. I don't, I, suddenly, I don't feel empowered. No Imagine more. him getting up with his bag like he did at the table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you finished? Though? You done? Yeah. You done? You, done? you, you still going? Because you won't go. go I'm trying to finish. No. Go. Oh, you oh, going? Damn. Are we keeping any of this? Yeah. Like, uh, wait, definitely. It's uh, <laughs> a gut buster for me. So oh I, my I can't God. stop. Just keep going. Wait. Do he still got that mattress in the living room? Huh? You still got that mattress in the living room. <laughs> no. In the kitchen. Oh, my God. Imagine LeBron cooking for the family. Oh, my God. He think he got one of them little gourmet stoves. And oh, oh Light the mattress on fire. Oh, oh, shit. I can't breathe because I'm just thinking about <laughs> I'm just thinking about your house. No, <laughs> what? Damn. No. Ain't nothing wrong with your house. <laughs> Damn. Never mind. It's gonna come off wrong. Imagine renting your Airbnb. You're not empowered, man. Imagine renting your Airbnb to LeBron. Oh my God! You said sure would. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna take you by Reese. This too? This it too? <laughs> so I gotta walk up the stairs. <laughs> I gotta walk up the stairs. Oh my God! Don't, don't bring it to my house. He really gonna have to walk up the stairs. Oh, you see, y'all really need me. I got a podcast later before y'all. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, uh, LeBron nah. Raymond James. <laughs> Would you like me to read it? Please. No, it's not even that. I wouldn't even go off that. I just wanted to. Okay, good. Just throw it out there. Uh, just I just want to give LeBron a shout out. Uh, not only for the school, but for the fact that he amassed. He's a. Ama- oh my God. He's amassing. Um. 
is approaching a billion dollars and not because not with just a, a random team, but he's approaching it with the, the niggas that he grew up with. He took him, got him to school, <clears throat> got him education, and now they're making billions. Shout out to Maverick. Was, I know it was one of his team members. Um, just making deals, man. It's just amazing to see that. Like I said, we talked about it before. He's an um, investor in Blaze Pizza and all that good stuff. So, and we got, we got one, I got one down the street from me. You know what I mean? So it's just the <laughs> fact that uh, LeBron is really showing what it means to be an athlete, a black athlete in this era. Um, kudos to him, man. That does so, more than just play basketball. It does more than just play basketball, and, and what if he did show no offense him? to the others? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, donate too, or do anything. Yeah, outside but of that, just but. what if what if he really did show up and play basketball? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like we wouldn't that. have the I Promise School, right? Exactly. So, kudos to him. Shout out to him. Um, and then just from that, just knowing that you know you the little that you do is very important for the community. So. You might not be able to open up a school, but shit, go ahead and you, know, you can go vote. You can go vote. You can go mentor. You can go help tell people to vote. You can, you know, go in and, and create programs and stuff like that. So uh use what you got to just give back to the community. Um, no matter how high you get in life, you know, you gotta definitely give back. Um so I guess it goes back to the you know, the question of the week, you know, how much money is too much money? You know, it doesn't matter how much you amass. LeBron, i.e. LeBron, massing a billion dollars, you still should be able to give back and and use what you have to help others. So, shout out to LeBron and his team. Shout out to I know Maverick is one of them, and uh, yeah, so yeah, that's the environment of the week. Shout out to LeBron. Oh, man. <laughs> LeBron James. I spelled it like that. Too. I, I was supposed to L E B R U N, but it was autocorrect. correct. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you autocorrect. correct. Um. Yeah, I ain't got no quote of the week or question of the week. I got to pee. Well, I ain't even pee, never mind. Um, <clears throat> episode 85, how you feel about <laughs> that Shit, dog, I swear. What you about to say? You said you about to pee. <laughs> no, I caught it. I catch everything. <laughs> episode 85, how you feel about oh, that Oh, my God. She ain't going to say it. Shut off there. It was good. I had fun here. It this is uh, This is one of those ones, man. Tommy. No. Yeah, I had fun too. <laughs> a lot of fun. I just before we go, I just want to put this out there that bodily fluids do not include pee. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna try that one day though. What? <laughs> not me, not on me. I'm pee on somebody. <laughs> That's why he always. This is why he giving his apartment away. He don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pee on pee on pee on a shower. Not on, not on what. He just had standing in front of his feet. <laughs> he said, he said he get pissed on his feet. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. I've never done it. Pee on me. I'm peeing on It was an accident, though. It was dripping. <laughs> <No. laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> was sick. Anyway. Um, Why is it? Episode 85. Um, a weak-ass sprinkler. <laughs> make sure y'all not a rating and review on iTunes. <sighs> Um, mm, SoundCloud mm, shared all that extra shit. If y'all still listening, they probably, right, like, they probably yeah. the <laughs> as always. I ain't Reese Berry. That's R E E S E B E R A four Y's. Twitter, Snapchat, and an apartment. Lassie, <laughs> I'm Lassie. Oh, I no longer have an apartment. Oh, um, God. that's uh at Lola Baby on Snapchat B A Y B E E and on Instagram and Twitter at La Crim Lola. Wani. It's your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all <laughs> social media platforms. Um, it's Mwanje. You got it for Leopard. Thank y'all so much for listening. We you appreciate y'all. <laughs> and our special got, guest. Special guest. Your boy, <coughs> McCoy, aka Mr. What It Do, aka Young Splash God. Uh, y'all know all that, all that good shit. This is, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> well, until the next time. <laughs> See you guys next week. It's a, it's a piggyback. APT. Peace. Peace.